And that's that's the biggest thing. If you want something, you gotta go and get it. Plain and simple. You got and and once you get it, you can't come complacent. You gotta want more. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep grinding. You gotta work till midnight. You gotta work till midnight. If you don't see your wife all day, you don't see your wife all day. You gotta you gotta just do it. Some days it sucks, but the reward is what's better. These days they call you crazy. If you hold the door for a lady, if you don't call her girl, still a baby, you're out of style, obsolete. Promise is something you don't break You're the last of a dying breed When that old fashion Becomes so out of fashion When did we go out with the old and with the new And you can bet your ass There's a lot of us old cats Wearing old boots and old hats That ain't ready to give up and welcome back to Unqualified Minds. I'm Jeffrey Keeble, and with me is Eric Byers. Hello, brother. Hello. What's going on, man? You know, just doing it. One of the three jobs. Day nine, quarantine. Day nine. Day motherfucking nine. This shit's crazy. Is it getting to you yet? Dude, it got to me like after day two. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not a homebody at all. I know that about you. You, I was. I was worried about you actually when this all happened. Yeah, it's it definitely settled in. I think I maybe cried about four times so far. I was, I'm like, this guy's gonna have to like spend time with his son. Yeah, for, and then do it again the next day. Yeah, no. no. Well, this came at the most, most like worst time ever because my old lady got a new job in Green Bay, mm-hmm. so she's down there four out of the seven days, and now this shit happens and we can't go anywhere. That's a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot. It's crazy. But it seems like 7-Gen Detailing still up there hopping. Of course we are. We make shit clean again. Yeah. You know, this is perfect. This we're, We were waiting for something like this. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were sitting on there like, <laughs> man, if a pandemic hit, we'd be set. Get our fucking detailing and everything going. Yeah, we're, we've been poised for a pandemic. Mm. Waiting to blow up. Just waiting. It's almost like fourteen ninety two all over again. There you go, fourteen ninety two. Oh, that's a, that was a good. Time. You know when it was a really good year, fourteen ninety one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good year. Uh, for those who don't understand the year, it's when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in fourteen ninety. Yeah. They they know it, they if, know. Well, they we found, got very they found, intelligent they, listeners. Well, they found India. That's per se India. Yeah. But Indians. Yeah. AKA Jeffrey Keeble and half of Eric Byers. (laughs) (laughs) Half. Half. My in touch half. Yeah. (laughs) But no, we got an exciting show for you tonight. My woke half. You know, we're we're practicing uh, social distancing. Yes, we got our. We're roughly three feet apart. So. No, put your arm up. Well, I'm not going to touch you. Yeah, see that? Six feet. Six feet. Oh, yeah. Six feet. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's the kids getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you hear that in the background, we have my son here. 
<laughs> and you, if you hear that that in, in his voice, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard that, that's called excitement. Yeah, you could tell he's very enthused to have his boy here with him. He's very proud uh, of his son and all, all that he's done. Yeah. yeah. So let's uh, introduce our guest. And yeah, to my right here, we have uh, Mr. Teddy Galinsky, aka Teddy G. Teddy motherfucking G. What's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for having me here. Yeah, you know, we we actually uh, kind of forgot about this episode coming it, up. Well, to be fair, just so you know, we thought about you right away. Okay, sure. Yes. Yeah. And I, then we 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 built a shelf, a really nice one, mahogany, nice shit. Put you up on there, and then left left you there for a while. <laughs> yeah. It was like, damn, but don't we have something nice around here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, once you guys got all your kinks worked out with all your lame guests, hey, you guys finally had a you know plus what's up. one. Thanks for listening. You get it. Yeah, one you, guy you know, on here, you know? Yeah, you know how it is. And not only that, but we're trying our first, uh, not live stream, but video podcast. You know, yeah. we got the old GoPro Hero 8 up there. Damn, mm-hmm. that's sweet. Yeah, so, you are, know. Are we... Uh, is that we, like the kind they use in like race trucks and stuff? Yeah, yeah. That that very GoPro that we're, we're streaming off of. Has been in Keegan Kincaid's truck wow, many that, times. Thanks, Impulse Media. Wow, yes. that thing has seen some pretty sweet shit. Yeah, and uh, no, that's not the broken one, but his other brothers have uh, taken a beating. This is the good one that that I pulled off oh, the shelf. The good one. We have a. I that's have a brother the one like that, that uh, where he's always out front. Yes, be. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the good brother. I have one of those. His name's Elijah. <laughs> the chosen one. The chosen one. <laughs> really, you have a brother. I have two brothers. Really? I didn't know that about you. I'm the youngest. To be honest, I really don't know a lot about you. I know a little bit about Jeffrey. We kind of... Yeah, we hit it off a few times. Yeah, for sure. We kind of come become pretty good friends over the last year, I would say. Yeah, well, our Friday coffees kind of fizzle out. Yeah, but life gets busy. It does, it does. I mean, we were on on a roll there for a little bit. Yeah, we were. I was was enjoying those. I was too. You know, it was like almost a... uh, men's group between us. There you go. It was. You know, we just fucking talk shit about our old ladies, and yep. by the time I left at noon, I was like, hey, you know what? I don't want to hit her as much anymore. <laughs> 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 oh, kidding. I still do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. So Teddy G was my uh, personal therapist. Yeah, there. I was. I helped him through a lot of rough times. And I didn't he was know there that. For me. Yeah, it was actually really fun. It you was. Know, it was like an Indian and a white guy just, just sitting, sitting around a campfire. Pilgrim, having whiskey, drinking. Mm-hmm, Pilgrim and Indians, man. Yeah, just, and just talking. Yep. Talking about we each other's feelings. Yeah, we didn't sign no treaties or nothing. No. Just the two of you. Yeah, just, just the, the two just of us. Just the two of us. Damn, when was this? When were you doing this? Oh, God. Man, back last year, <laughs> yeah, probably like. It, it lasted a good, like, three months. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. Every Friday, 9 o'clock. Yep. Coffee Fridays. Mm-hmm. Coffee Fridays. That's when you got it all out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was yes. almost like a podcast before a podcast, just me and Jeffrey. Yes. Yeah, it was really nice. I think we ac- I actually gave him the idea to do a podcast. And what happened to this? How did it fall apart? Uh, I think just... Life. Yeah, life. life. Uh, There's a couple Fridays I didn't come to work, and then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking the day off. Yeah. Jeffrey uh, was probably just busy with doing other stuff. And I think he had a couple of races or something he had to go yeah. to. And, yeah. Traveling. Mm-hmm life but uh now you got this quarantine maybe maybe it happens again maybe yeah. that's what you need is a f- full-on quarantine to get you back into coffee friday hey you know what 
I could I could use a coffee Friday again. Me too. There you go. No doubt. <laughs> there you go. If nothing else, we've re, we reunited these two lost souls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, Teddy G, what do you do for a living? I work on cars, similar to Eric, but uh, he cleans the inside and I clean the outside, I guess you could say. Um, work on smashed up collision, collision cars and fix them, make them look brand new again. Oh, so Smash you- something. I make it look sweet. So you own your own uh, collision repair shop is yeah. what you're saying. I am the proud owner of Teddy G Auto Body. Something, oh, shit. Something I put my heart and soul into so far. So let's let's go from the beginning here. So how would you get into what you, what you want to call it, body repair? Yeah, auto so do body you, mechanic. Yeah, so do you go to school for that or anything? Or Yeah, you can. You can go to school for it, um, you know, if you're fortunate enough to, like my son, probably one day, yeah. Uh, you just grow up working in one, and that's where you learn the most anyways. You can go to school. They teach you a little bit, the ins and outs, but you don't know nothing until you actually start doing it for a couple of years. So is that what you were doing before you went off on your own? Were you working for somebody else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I worked 14 years down at Pickerel Auto Body. What happened was I was going to college in um, at Northern Michigan University and just didn't really know what I was going for, and I was on f- what they call freshman probation. <laughs> and if anybody who doesn't know what freshman probation is, that means your GPA in high school and your ATC score pretty much sucked, and the school felt bad for you, so they let you in their college. <laughs> <laughs> but since you they let you in, you had to upstand a grade point average. Right. So and you walked like you walked on day one. <laughs> you were on like academic probation. Yeah, yeah. Damn, damn, day that one. is tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn, I was I slipped up in school, and they're like, "Dude, you got to get your shit together." I'm like, you right, you right. I was I didn't do much last that semester, and oh. then they put me on it. Okay. But yeah. but I think you come in and they're I, like, yeah. "You've been fucking up your whole life." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't yeah. gonna stand for it. Yeah, you you didn't do jack shit in high school and we're just gonna let you in on merit, you know, basically. Damn, okay. So uh I went into I went in there, you know, I was getting good grades. There was this Monday night class, computer class, three hours long, every Monday night. And I think it was like from like six o'clock at night till nine o'clock at night. Damn. And it sucked. Well, that's a rough schedule too. That <laughs> six to nine class. That's that's one that's easy to be like, man. I could I could go to dinner. Yeah. Or I could go to this class for the next three hours. Yeah. I could watch Avengers Endgame, or yep. I could go to class. Exactly. Were so, you in a program then? No. So you're just doing like I'm gonna do the yeah. gen eds thing. I okay. was in. I what I my major was gonna be was construction management. I liked building houses we had a a in high school we had a construction program where we got to go out last two hours of the day and work on the house yeah so i like doing that and then this program you could do like uh road construction big architectural building stuff like that i was like oh okay that sounds that kind of appeals to me so i'll go for that so i had like one class in that and then like a math and english you know pretty much general studies and then this stupid ass computer class so I quit going to this computer class, and um, 
I eventually failed out, you know. <laughs> as, I mean, as, as one might do when yeah. they're not attending class, yo. Yeah. And um, there was some other shit going on in my life at that time, you know, right at, right. You know, two weeks before I graduated, my dad passed away from cancer. Okay. He had melanoma cancer. He battled that for four years. Okay. So I pretty much watched my dad die from when I was a freshman in high school till I was two weeks before I graduated high school. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and that was rough. That that hit me pretty hard. Um, But I always kind of find... Um, something, well, it's not really funny, I guess, but it, when I was born, two weeks after I was born, my dad had a heart attack. He smoked. He smoked like his whole life. And, uh, the doctor told me, he goes, if you ever want to see your son graduate, you better quit smoking. So my dad quit smoking cold turkey that day. And then two weeks before I graduated, he died anyway. Damn. That is crazy. Yeah. That, I didn't know that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. he quit right then. Yeah. And right, then, after, right after you're born. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. And then, well, melanoma, is that a lung? It's a skin cancer. That's skin cancer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, skin cancer. Started out as a little mole in his back. And um, they went in, did surgery on it, did chemo. So you guys went through the whole, the whole onslaught of like yep. everything they throw at it? They said they thought it was gone. And then, you know, back then, I mean, it was... 15 years ago so you know i think the research and the technology towards cancer stuff is quite a bit better than what it was back then um and so then they did another scan and it was back and then um they like did like a more aggressive kind of style towards it and it seemed to help you know and there was, i remember there was probably like three months where my dad was like back to like being my dad like he like gained all his weight back he looked healthy and i was like damn this is gonna gonna work out and then like a month later he went back he got sick again and went back in and then they said no you only got you know, a little bit to live and then it was over yeah yeah so you're dealing with that like emotionally and mentally you know you know and then you move on to college mm-hmm. you're probably not in the right headspace for any more school yeah you end up failing out of that then what's your next step well i mean since you're i'm here and it's kind of a whole life story you know i don't know how many people listen to this but i guess i really don't care um just something about my life it's it's kind of personal i guess but uh see what happened was uh i had met a girl when i was in college too probably some of the reason why i didn't go to that monday night class they'll do that they'll do that and um so you had other kind of studies. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was well, studying. I, mean, I just lost my dad. You know, hell, I was lonely at college. You know, my brother was at the same college as me, but, you know, he's four years older than me. He's off doing his stuff and yep. he's more focused on his studies than I was. So didn't really hang out with him a ton when I was there and met that girl. So kept me company. And long story short, um, she ended up being pregnant. You know, and I'm like, oh, damn, you know, I'm going to be a dad. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, damn. So uh, anyways, I. And you're like, you sure? Yeah. You're yeah. sure? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's like, I just keep getting fatter and I'm yeah. not eating. So anyways, you know, like I said, long story short, we were dating, whatever. 
we have this kid. I'm there bedside with her when we have this kid and everything. Holding her beer? Yeah, holding her <laughs> beer. <laughs> and, uh, oh, sorry, that was my my own birth. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and had this kid and, you know, shit, I'm a dad, you know, okay. You know, got this daughter now as a girl and um, my mom's like, you just got to get a test, you know, you just get a test, you know, and I'm like, why, you know, it just makes no sense and you know, I was like, okay, whatever. So I asked her for a test, and you know, she was kind of upset about it, thinking, "Oh, why paternity test? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, I, nice. Well, good on you, though. And, That's uh, a set of balls, that kind so, of. Uh, There's a personal information for yeah, the listeners. It is. So, um, we do the test, you know, whatever, and it comes back, and uh, then she, you know, we get the test. I meet her at her house, and she gives me the results, and I look at it, and. It's zero point zero point zero percent. No, father. And uh, like Murray shit. Yeah, and she tells me she goes, "I'm sorry, I knew the whole time." No. <laughs> yeah. No what? Doubt. What? Yeah. I did not know this, and I'm sitting here yeah. thinking like, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's got to be positive, and you're like, oh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, this is a did really. Did you do the more popular story that popped up and that? Nobody, even uh, not a lot besides really close people, yeah, know about me. Holy damn, shit, dude! She's she, she she's like in the ball sack on this girl too to just be like here here oh, here's the results and you're I like know. it's an I'm like like were you how upset were you? Oh, I was like how I, upset was she when I you was asked? actually speechless. I couldn't believe it. How how you know, I was just like I was like damn. So you yeah. asked right? How upset was she? Because now that I know the results. What, did she just like this, you know, how much of a scene could she make knowing full well? Well, not, I mean, she was just started crying, you know. She felt probably terrible, like a piece Damn. of shit, like she should have. <laughs> you know, I mean. <laughs> shit. Damn. I mean, you know, and it, it broke my heart for a long time, you know. That really, that really hurt me. And, um. So how long were you heartbroken then? Like after that? When did you just, did you just did, walk out? Like, all right then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're like. Peace. Yep. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Crazy. It is. Damn. Crazy. I did not care. I think I wasn't wasn't ready for that. Yeah, that's no, a, that's a crazy story, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's probably not. Ha- that's probably happened to more people than what you think. But I feel like it could. Person. I feel like it could happen to more people. Yeah. But they don't ask for the test. Right. And how is that not mandatory? It should be if if you're not married, I guess it, you know it should be mandatory. Yes. Even if you are, maybe who cares? Yeah. Let's just put it on record here, folks. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's a twenty thousand dollar hospital bill. Let's yeah. let's see who who owes the other ten thousand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so you know, I mean, after losing my dad and then going through that, you know, it was some crazy times. So, anyways, I came back to Crandon. And uh, and then the following summer, I was going to go back up to northern Michigan because uh, after you sit out a year, then you're welcome back, but then you have to be on probation again, obviously. <laughs> um, so anyways, I, I was having like a homecoming party or going away party, and I ended up wrecking my car. And my mom's like, oh, you should bring it out to Pickerel. They bought something off your dad a long time ago. And... Uh, you know, just go there and see if it'll, if they'll fix it. I'm like, all right, 
sure, I'll go out there. So I went out there and got to talking, and the guy at the time who owned it was Bill Mishler, and he's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember buying it from your dad, you know, as a pickup box or something. He's like, yeah, I can help you out. You know, you how about if you start working, you know, you work down here and for a little bit I could use some help and uh, we'll fix up your car. And I'm like, all right, sure, that sounds good. You know, I could work here for the summer. You know, I think that's what it was. It was a coming home party, and I worked there all summer. And I'd start doing it. I was really liking it, you know. And then uh, following that spring, went back to school. And then I, uh, they had a auto body program up there. It was just a one-year thing. So I did that quick, and I came back and started working down there. Damn. Yeah. That's interesting. So you, you wrecked your car mm-hmm. while you're back, and you're like, yep. shit. <laughs> Yep. Mom points you at pickerel. Yeah. And then dude hooks it up with a job offer right on the spot. Yeah. Dude, I wish I wish my broken shit led to opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? yeah. I know. It's pretty cool. I was like, I broke my foot playing football. I come in and he's like, Would you like to be an orthopedic surgeon? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I would. Thank yeah. you. He's like, Well, fucking join the team. Yeah. Scrub in, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna fix your foot here. Yeah. Uh, take the take this nine month course online. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. So nine months, you finish high school or college, mm-hmm. you graduate through mm-hmm. that program. Yeah. And then you come back and. And then 14 years at Pickerel. Well, actually, in be- a year in between that, um, I uh, worked on the road as a uh, sewer and water, putting in sewer and water for a company called James Peterson and Sons out of Medford. Okay. And uh, I did that for operating machinery. Um, No, I was just a laborer. Shit, I was digging in the digging with the shovel and the shovel and putting in the pipe, the shit pipe and the water pipe. I liked it. It was fun. But then um, I actually got another girl pregnant. But this time (laughs) I actually got her pregnant, and uh, I had Elias, my son. So that's when you were out. That's when I was working on the road, but I I met her. She was from Cranon, whatever. Oh, okay, okay. I'd rather not talk about her. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever see that other girl when you went back to Michigan to finish up that? Yeah, yeah, I saw her a couple times. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Damn, dude. Give give her the fingers. Yeah. Yeah, Like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Some people are just fucking crazy. That's, Uh, you know, the, you know, the, the it's not it's not crazy to think that like oh like i'm I'm my back's against the wall i don't know what to do and be like all right yeah it's you you know what i mean the crazy part is like after you've left that situation you've had a time to like calm down you know you're gone from that and then like you think about it and you're like oh yeah i can just live this life for the next 18 plus years yeah that's the that's the crazy part Mm -hmm. you know i mean you back somebody in a corner and they tell you a lie whatever yeah that's people in a corner. Mm-hmm. Clear their mind. Give them a fucking <laughs> couple week to think about it. And they're still like, no, no, that's you, dog. That's you. <laughs> Be like, it don't look like me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Well, it was like, up. I think it was like uh, probably three, four months before we even got to test. No. Oh, so you. So you wait. Oh. So you were I like. I was changing diapers on this. Kid oh, my God. Just get to bed and so you. The bottles oh, and I thought so this was like you did this right away at the yeah. hospital. No, 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 no. This is like months later. So you were already emotionally attached to this yeah. kid. Yeah. 
I, I could well, not to mention the nine months prior no, to that, yeah, she's pregnant I mean. the whole yeah. time, plus then three months after. So you got a year into this at least. Yeah, yeah. Into oh, this no. kid. Yeah, I cut the umbilical cord at the birth and everything. Damn. Paid yeah. that bill too? No, I don't even know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were yeah. college kids. We were probably on some sort of badger care. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea. It's Wolverine care up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That Wolverine care Wolverine up there. Ca- well, it was UP, so it was probably Uper care. Uper <laughs> <laughs> care. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very solid plan. That just yeah, got I a got ring that to it. Uper care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that should What's that? It's ace bandages <laughs> mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ace bandages in a 30 pack of natty ice We yeah. said you on your way Some sugar toothpaste Damn I can't believe you just got a job like that Like bringing your busted shit in And he's like yeah, yeah. That's crazy yeah, That's kind of how I got to start down there And then I was working on the road And then I wanted to move back home uh, You know because I had my son And I was like well I want to be in his life I don't want to be gone all the time mm-hmm. And that Bill Mishler guy that I told you about He ended up Um passing away and uh i uh then his wife and brad palbicki who worked on there um you know they're kind of left the business you know janine his wife she uh she took the business over and uh you know i called them and i said hey you know um i have to funeral or whatever after the funeral and everything i was like hey you know if you guys ever need Anybody, you know, to help out, you know, I'm back and back around, you know, I could come down there and work. And they're like, yeah, sure, you know, you know, why don't you come down and help? Because we're backed up. We need to help, you know, so. There you go. So then I was full time down there ever since then. So Oh, shit. So you learned a lot over the past 14 years then. Yeah. Working there. Oh, yeah. I learned everything. Yeah. I mean, because I've seen your like before and after work. And like on like Snapchat and like social media and stuff. And I mean, the stuff is crispy, you know, I'm like, it's nice. Can you talk a little bit about the transition to like, you know, being an employee to being a business owner and like where where was your mind at and what, what drove you to saying like, yeah, I need to take this risk because that, you know, it must've been a big risk to, you know, get the business Um, loans and generate all that. So what, what made you want to go do your thing first? Like what made you want to go on your own? Um, just kind of passion for doing it and wanting to have my own brand on something. Um, wanting to have my own staple in the, in the community too. Okay. Um, okay. okay. That's a, no, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I always, you know, kind of visualize myself as like a fuck up, you know? And I think like in high school, I think back, like I think a lot of teachers and all that and coaches, past coaches probably like, eh, He's never going to amount to fucking nothing, you know. You know, it's too bad, you know. And, and now here you are, a yeah. staple of the community with yeah. the big-ass building right when you come yeah. in. So that was kind of a driving thing. Like, you know what? I can do this, you know. I'm going to do this. I want to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, man, it'd be cool to have my own shop one day, you know, have a couple employees, be busy, you know, be able to kind of do my own thing. And, you know, that's why I did it. And that's why... It's Teddy G Auto Body and not like Crandon Auto Body or mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Crandon Body Shop or you know Forest County Body Shop or yeah. something like yeah. that. You know? yeah. It's got my name on it, my yeah. staple, mm-hmm. Teddy G. Ninety percent of people know me as Teddy G. Not a lot of people probably even know my last name. I don't know your last name. Yeah, that's right. Is that what you said? You want to bring him in, Eric? 
Because I would have said what I said, Teddy motherfucking G. Rewatch, yeah. rewatch, re-listen to the intro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so how nervous were you to make that transition, like from telling your boss, "Hey, I'm gonna go on and do my own thing," the same exact thing that you're doing here, and move it 15 miles north of you, and then like what Eric was saying, the loan process, the finding a building to getting your booth set up to even just simple as getting your clients. Um, nervous, man. <clears throat> nervous is all hell. You know, I didn't know what to say to my boss. You know, it was kind of a, kind of a spring, a spring of the moment kind of thing. No, did you, you know, have everything, did you have thing? everything set up or was it like, Hey, Paula Bicky, I'm going to start my own, business i'm leaving or were you doing it like in the back work or were you no i guess the only thing i did in the back work was i bought a piece of land i bought a piece of land near my old house where i used to live um right across from bigfoot lumber Mm -hmm. you know where that is i don't is that near here right kitty corner to uh the fire the not the fire, the ambulance. The ambulance, yeah. Oh. There's that old that like, potato place? barn thing. Yeah. The one where you said that you should put seven gen detailing there. Yeah, that exact yeah. that exact place where I was yeah. like, I yeah. should build a de- my detailing <laughs> shop. That, yeah, that, that, that big I, ass structure there. Yeah. Yeah. I bought that there. Not the big one, the one across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. So that one. I, I own that piece of land. You know, I bought that. I'm like, that's where I want to put my body shop. You know, eventually one day. Mm-hmm. So I figure, you know, I'll buy that, you know, pay it down. You know, it takes me five, six years to pay it down, whatever. You know, I'm going to do it one day. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking, man, you know, it's going to suck when I have to tell my boss and I'm going to leave, you know, because me and Brad, fuck, we're best friends. I mean, So how long was this before you, like, was this a year? It like, was probably a year. That you had, like, I want to do my own thing. Yeah, I started thinking about it. Oh, okay. You know, I talked to my wife, you know, I was like, I really think I want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I could, I think I know enough now to where I could do it for myself. And what was, what was, the, what were those conversations like? Were you like, you're crazy or, you know, <laughs> no, or. She was pretty much like, if that's going to make you happy, if that's, <laughs> if you think you can, you know, and I was like, I know I can. Yeah, hell yeah. She's like, all right, you know, okay, I guess. So, anyways, um, uh, you know, a full year goes by with me owning that land, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens, whatever. And one day I was at K2 Pro Signs Mm. and I saw that uh, everything was pretty much cleared out of the back of that building Mm -hmm. and it was a big old concrete floor. And I thought to myself, damn, this would make a nice body shop, you know? And um, I had heard some mumblings in the community that Craig was maybe wanting to be done with it and you and Craig were not really going to do the signs anymore or whatever. And so I seen Matt Brush run in September, two years ago now. And I said, hey, what are you doing with your building? Like, I don't know, you know. I was like, would you be interested in renting it out to me for a body shop? He goes, well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And and we were at Brush Run, and we had some beers. I said, well, after, you know, maybe we'll talk, you know, 
couple days after we're, we ain't got no beers in our hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I like that though. Brush on where, where champions are crowned and deals are made. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So two days later, that's copywritten though, Cliff. Yeah. Don't come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's our marketing material. Yeah. If you want to use that. Uh, two days later, went and talked to Craig, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's do it." I was like, "Fuck." Okay. Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> you know, now I gotta go to the bank. So, well, I guess before that, I had been going to the bank because I bought that piece of land. Yeah. You know, and I've been telling them, you know, come on, you know, like just give me some money right now. I'll I'll make this work. You know, mm-hmm. give me. You know, I was asking for like two hundred and fifty thousand. You know, for a full on tear that building down, put up a oh, brand okay. new build shop, a new you know, building, do the yeah, shop. You know, kind of. I was kind of guess I was doing a little bit of that, and uh, you know, kind of just see where I could be at. Yep. And, like, know how much I'm going to have to spend. Get to a bank to see, like, what I need to do to show them how much money I got to make or how much money do I have to have down, yep. you know, for this. And, you know, they're saying, like, 50 grand down, 60 grand down. And I'm <laughs> like, shit, I ain't got that. It's going <laughs> to take me years to get that. You know? So, like, whatever, you know. But it's always right there in the back of your mind. So yep. I'm always thinking. Talk to Craig. Two days later. Talk had the hardest conversation of my life with my boss. So know. like so after Labor Day, after Labor Day, you yep. talked to Greg, Craig, yep. and then you went right to your boss. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah, right to him, and I said, you know, it's like probably like two days later after I built up enough courage. But, you know, I wanted <laughs> to be fair to him and tell him as soon as I knew anything. You know. Yeah. Well, and you'd been there a long time too, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're a staple of like yeah the place yeah so i told him i said hey i talked to craig just this past weekend and uh i'm gonna rent out his shop you know and i said you know i gotta work here for three months and i'll work here till the end of the year and so here's my two weeks three months notice you know so i gave him three months notice well september october november december so four months basically mm-hmm. um you know, and like I said, it was one of the hardest conversations I've ever had to have. I fucking cried, no doubt. Yeah, well, 14 years, bro. Yeah. How did he you take know? it? I don't know. He took it fair, you know, for a guy knowing that one of his friends is going to be leaving. You yeah. Know, turning into competition, I guess, in a way, in a sense. You know? No, exactly. Well, it's just like it must be a hard reaction because – Obviously, you want your worker, you want your friend to do well in mm-hmm. life, and then not only is he going to do well and and succeed, but he's also in the same business that you're going to be in. Right. So I that yep. must be hard coming from Brad. Like yeah, man, absolutely. Like I'm a yeah. Right. Can't can't even wish you well. Right. Yeah. You're exactly. like, well, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's that's basically how it was. You know, that's how it was, and. I love him to this day. I mm-hmm. haven't talked to him in a long time. Miss him like crazy. One of my best friends. Hope he's doing well. I know he's going to stay busy forever. So. Sounds like another guy for Coffee Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, so yeah. We we and him always used to, uh, we're both big NASCAR guys. You know, big NASCAR guys. You're a big NASCAR guy? Yeah. Oh, like love the, NASCAR. I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. NASCAR. 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 There you go. NASCAR. <laughs> you got to say it like that. So you don't watch that now with this COVID thing going on, iRacing? Yeah, I watch it a little bit. It's yeah. all right. It's gaining what, my attention. What's iRacing? It's uh, where they like pretty much show a video game on yeah, TV. Yeah, it's, it's a video game. 
basically, yeah. Of like NASCAR? Yeah, yeah driving yeah. simulators. <laughs> yeah, you ever like, see a driving simulator? <laughs> like a like a like California Rush twenty forty nine. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But well, then yes, I have. <laughs> but like, but these are like more. Like more the one real, guy, actually, you know what? I was in one. They had one set up at one of these conferences I went to, like these big thirty man conferences, and uh, I think I was in Orlando. Okay, and they had one set up. It was hard. Yeah, yeah. like it was like. Like actually, twisted yeah, yeah, like and super, yeah, 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 real, real. Yeah, the ones they got, they're like forty grand. Well, Denny Hamlin, number eleven car, FedEx car. No, nope. he okay. The listeners will know. <laughs> he has his own. He has his own. Like in the house? In his house, I think it's in his house or his man cave. I don't freaking know. Damn, but it's that'd uh, be cool. It's got. That's how you know you've made it. Three big screens on it, you know, and in a cockpit and like a full on suit. Harness. Not, like harnesses and everything in the seat and like a steering wheel pedals shifter everything and then a keyboard you know because you got to log into the thing and like so then it's like pad. playstation or xbox where you get in like a lobby with other people yeah, that have the like same that. type of thing it's um it's a pc you go to iRacing.com i believe i better get some money for that too yeah um they uh like you said you go into a lobby and then you, I think they, I don't know if they have like, I'm sure they have like a beginner's class and immediate, like a pro series. Like these guys are NASCAR drivers. So they're in their race and you can set up your car to every track. They go around and, uh, they laser scan all these tracks. So they're like right down to like exactly the real thing. The fucking okay. pebble. Down to yep. the last pebble. Down to the last pebble. Like when they're in the car, like the car will shake when they're going into the cars over like the real bumps, like. So for like NASCAR drivers, they can go and simulate these tracks. Practice. Practice on these tracks and these simulators, and they're extremely close. So they can get their car set up so, online and then use that data to real life. So have they moved like the NASCAR series to this online thing because so, of it? Yeah, pretty much. Damn. Not all NASCAR drivers are participating in it. There's a couple like uh guys in the lower series that are in it but there's a majority like but dale earnhardt juniors came back to race in it because obviously he's not risking his body yep. and his mind to be in a video game racing and um some of the older nascar guys are in it bobby labani so it's really it's kind of really neat it gives you that sense like oh nascar's on you know it gives you something to look forward to as a nascar <laughs> fan yeah um uh, but it's it is hard to kind of watch and get into because you you can tell that it is a video game although at some points if you're really into it you know you got enough beer in your you're like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, like, he yeah. really did that right wow, now that's <laughs> real you know so it's pretty cool but can you hear them talking like do they got announcers and everything they have announcers no. yeah they have they have <laughs> jeff gordon and mike joy they they pretty much use it as a they pretty much set it up like a real nascar broadcast so other than yeah. the fact that it's like incredibly detailed and like very realistic yes it's like the equivalent of like tom brady and aaron Rodgers playing madden against each exactly. other <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's crazy uh, well exactly that, well that's funny that you even bring that up because See, I'm a big fan of Supercross, and they've done that last Saturday for Supercross. For a second there, I thought you were going to say football. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, but Bears I, fan is a but, fan of football. Oh, that's, <laughs> what do you mean? We're the biggest fans. On <laughs> yeah, right. We, we stand by our team. They're good for win you. Win or lose. You're right. Mainly losing, but we stand you, by our I, team. You, feel, you, <laughs> remind, you remind me of that like woman who's getting beat every night by her husband. And it's like, my man loves me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I ain't going to leave. That's who that hey, you, you guys got Teddy Bridgewater or not? That's who you sound like. No, we got uh, Foles. Nick really? Foles? Mm-hmm. I thought you got, oh, no, Teddy Bridgewater went to Carolina. Charger. Carolina, Carolina. yeah, Carolina, yeah. We got... Just, just we so you know, you sound like you sound like a you sound like a battered housewife, <laughs> dude. Nick Foles is trash. Yeah, he, is. he always has been trash. I don't even know how he got lucky to be. He had a couple. He strung a couple of games yeah, together and got paid. That was it. That yeah. was only. And got yeah. paid. What That's four games? Unbelievable. Four it games. is unbelievable what he did. It was what he did was unprecedented in yeah. the wide world. But almost twice. Almost. Yes. Almost yes. twice. But Supercross. That's. Are they like playing video games for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, they got some pro riders again. Do they have like but a then, simulator machines or just uh, like no, a, just like uh, internet, like just like a PC game? Yeah, like PC, a regular yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they had like pros versus Joes, so they had like the actual pro pro uh, racers versus people like me. Nice, but obviously the Joes. Just fucking whoop their ass because because they're Joes and that's all they do. Uh, well, not to but, mention but, how great is that though. I'm be like, like, what if you're like a big Tomac fan or whatever? Yeah, dude, that that's, that's like the only name I know in Supercross. So <laughs> yeah. Check me out. Yeah, uh, I watch one series or one race, and I'm like, hmm, he was in the lead, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must be pretty good. <laughs> so I'm like, but then you could be like, oh yeah, I beat that guy's ass. Yep, exactly. Right. That'd be cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. to have that, under dude. Your like belt. to have that, like every time you go out to buy, they're like, oh god, Eric just walked in. We have to hear about how he whooped Eli Tomac's well, ass. Again. <laughs> well, like here's the, here's the thing: the guy who won last week's I Race Invitational, his name is Timmy Hill, and in Cup Series, he runs in the back. Like he's like last place every week, <laughs> but he won this week. But now he's no. Yeah. So now, so maybe so. There's this could be an opportunity for people that didn't have much. Fame in the sport to maybe get some. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. And yeah. at the end, do they uh, do they do interviews? Mm-hmm. And everything. Too? Yeah, they have like a like a Skype of like their. So like, oh, guy. really? So yeah, like in their house. Virtual yeah. champagne. That yeah. Pours <laughs> over the screen. I don't know. I've never. I don't know if they can do burnouts or not. Uh, I think they can. I think they can. Damn, I like that. Uh, I like this. So when was. So back to Teddy G Auto Body. When was that established then? Like when? Um, did you, where, when did you like? When did you open your doors? My first day open was February nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so you just passed a full year. Just passed a full business. year. Yep. And here's my question. You know, as somebody who like recently started his own like small business, obviously I'm much more small time than you. I just got my own stuff in my garage and stuff. But what do you think of like the business side? of the whole thing like you you could already do auto body were you doing any of the business side at pick roll no. no so now you had to learn all that in like yeah. marketing and business and bookkeeping and all that has that been what you thought it was going to be easier harder um i'm not really sure really honestly i just i love it it's I like i'm not sure it. i just wait for the irs to show up yeah. <laughs> take, every, take it all away <laughs> it was it was a little bit of a learning curve um i had my brother make me a couple spreadsheets because he's smart as fuck and i talked to him and um i said make me a couple spreadsheets talk to a tax accountant he said uh write down your numbers keep your receipts you'll be good I was like all right i can handle the rest my whole life like when i was a little kid if you go to like a big city, you know, and like if you're from Crandon, you look up at those skyscrapers, you're like, damn, that's pretty fucking cool. You know, and yep. I always think like, 
I'd like to be the guy up on the top of that motherfucker, you know, looking out the whole rest of the city wearing a sweet ass suit with a <laughs> glass of whiskey in my hand, thinking like, hell yeah, I made it, you know? Yeah. So like being a businessman for me, that's how I imagine myself. So I try to get there, you know? So when I'm doing all my business things, like meeting customers, you know, I'm very honest, very genuine, you know, try to be the best person I can be mm. with that customer, you know, the people I, the people I talk to on the phone, the adjusters, the insurance companies, always, you know, being the best I can be when I'm talking to them. And it gives me like a really great gratitude, gratifying feeling, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's like a high for me to like get jobs, mm -hmm. you know? Like when I talk with customers and they're happy and I'm happy, it gives me a high. Did you okay. feel like this was it a gives business me like a rush. that like just had a natural demand and like you just, you needed to, was it like uh build it and they were in, they will come type of thing? Or were you out there like fighting and scraping to get all these, get the customers that you have? That was my very next question. <laughs> Damn, bro. Dude, I steal I it? Yeah, I was just going to uh, ask that. Damn, you ask it then. No, you ask it. You probably had it. You, you know, do it. <laughs> I don't. Actually, it wasn't as big of a struggle getting work as I thought it was going to be. It's almost kind of like I opened up and I had people in my door all the time. Mm -hmm. One stuff done. Mm -hmm. And um, I had two jobs in my shop before I was actually open couple guys knew i was opening wanted me to one to wait for me to open so i could get their work uh shit bobby connor and his wife katie right away they were one of the first one first vehicles i ever worked on in my shop and uh older feller in here in town uh grew up with his grandson and he wanted me to work on his truck both insurance jobs you know i don't know bobby that well and I know that old guy a little bit, you know, but they trust me with their work. Mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful for them because they kind of got the ball rolling for me, you know. Mm -hmm. I put that out on social media, you know, and that shit took off like wildfire, I think. And I don't know, it's just, it was nonstop. It was literally nonstop from the day I opened till my, till now even. I mm. mean, I, I've been busy all the way through and. I'm just grateful. I can't believe. I mean, I've met a lot of people that I've had no idea who they were. I mean, people that live in Crandon that I never even knew existed. You're like, oh, where are you from, bro? Yeah. Like, mm, right up the road. Yeah, and I or I'm, your neighbor. Yeah, across the street from you. Yeah, and I've lived in Crandon my whole life, you know. And they're they don't know me, you know. A lot of people like I've had work from Townsend, Lakewood, Walbino, Leona, people that don't even know me and trusted me with their vehicle, mm. and it. You know, to me, that that's kind of special that someone actually trusts you with your vehicle. Even like you, Eric, you know, people come to you and want their car cleaned, you know, and they trust you that you're going to do a good job on it. Yeah, it was great. It was the same thing for me. It was you like know? I wasn't even really trying to do that. And then all of a sudden, like, I just kept, you know, people just kept hitting me up. Like, are you doing this? And I'm just like, fuck, I got to make a decision. Am I doing yeah. this? Like, I'm <laughs> like, I guess I am doing this. So, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm here. Like, do you want an appointment or whatever? And mm -hmm. then. And now, like I've, but for me, like I like the learning curve of like, you know, like creating a like a social media presence and like in posting stuff and, mm -hmm. and, and and brand awareness and those kinds of things. Not something I had to really work on before, you know. Yeah. And I found those I found those aspects more difficult than like just doing the work. Like right. I, like you can bring me your vehicle all day long, and I'll make it like it was from the 
dealership again. That yeah. part's easy. But to like organically get somebody who doesn't personally know me to yeah. come, like yeah. that part, I was like, oh, that is the hard part. Yeah. That's why I was so interested in like uh, how yeah. it worked for you. It was like. I don't know. I just kind of word got out, I guess. But I don't know, people said, hey, take it to him. He does good work. He did a good job on mine. You know, it's a little bit of social media, you know, and so it's can you oh. here's a part like a i mean definitely for the audience too but more personally i've been in the shop i've seen that like big ass paint booth and stuff you have and i know people that paint and stuff like that thing looks just like one it looks like super expensive like looks very serious like <laughs> yeah. i'm like is that is that a, was that a requirement or was that like to do the quality of work i want to do it became a requirement or is like what what is that and what does that thing do for you <laughs> I guess i'm just a little ignorant i don't know what it does like yeah. why can't well, you just like paint it outside of that paint booth basically the biggest thing is uh like you said the quality of work um as far as requirement probably nowadays well i don't know with i don't know all the epa laws you know i'm sure there is a law i know there is some sort of a law with the epa you have to filter as a body shop, you have to filter so many v- VOCs okay. um, through the air so you're not polluting the air. Um, but mainly, I got it for quality of work because, you know, you can paint something like in this room, but, you know, there's so much dust and particles, there's no filtered, filtered air coming in. Mm-hmm. So when you paint it on, the paint stays wet until it dries, you know, five minutes, say. It takes five minutes to dry. And then all so, that stuff's falling on it. Yeah, so not yeah. only is it it's a uh, it's a bake. It's it's too. a so it's so it he it's heated too. It's heated. Yeah. It has its own furnace on it. It's so that makes it dry faster. Yeah. So what it does is when I'm in there spraying, I turn it on. It goes to spray mode. I can I can create the temperature from whatever it is outside because it's sucking air from the outside, mm-hmm. filtering it, coming up through a heater, filtering it again through like micron filters through my booth down and it forces the air down and then through the outside which is filtered again your paint and stuff gets filtered so it all goes up and it gets sucked back outside so the air that's coming in gets filtered comes through this heater so whatever the temperature is outside is what my booth will would stay at if i just ran it with no with no furnace on okay so when I turn on the furnace, I can make it, say, if it's 40 degrees out, I can make it 75 in there, 70 degrees, 60 degrees, 50 degrees, whatever I want while I'm spraying. So usually I put it at 70 degrees, paint my car, clear it, and then, you know, all that shit's getting filtered, all the dust, everything's getting filtered. So there's, like, virtually – I this paint booth is super clean. I don't know. It, it is $30,000, and there's $100,000 <laughs> ones out there. And when I worked in Pickerel, we had a $60,000 one, and that one sucked it through the floor and everything, sucked the outside air in, heater, the whole same thing, but it sucked it through the, it's called the full downdraft booth. Mine is a semi-downdraft. Um, so, what was I saying? <laughs> you were just talking about, like, but, why you went with the quality. Yeah. So, like I said, that one's $30,000, but... That one is cleaner than the $60,000 one I used to spray in. And I don't know if that's because I use solvent-borne paint, which dries faster than waterborne, so less dust is being able to stay on it because it's not as wet as longer or what. But 
it, it works awesome and the quality of work like you see you know you see it, it it's, it's fucking yeah i mean awesome. yeah, i mean the shit is mint and yeah. does that reduce like your your secondary stages because i know about the like you know the the work after yeah. it's painted right you still gotta yeah well make see, it. then after i paint it i switch it into bake mode and i it cooks it up to 165 degrees i can put it up to 200 degrees in there if i want and in 30 minutes or less the paint's dry i pull it out I can buff on it. I can sand it again if I need to repaint it. If Damn, I have put, to put it in the corner, maybe throw a brisket in the corner too. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two birds with one stone. Be yeah. like, sweetheart, yeah. dinner's ready. Also, yeah. Yeah. it tastes a little like candy apple red. That's my fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then pull but, it out, wash it, clean it. But that's why you went with that booth. That's why not, not only for the can, quality of work. Well, yeah. quality of work, but then you could bust out work though yeah. too because instead of just watching paint dry, essentially. Mm-hmm. You, watch paint dry faster in yeah. 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. okay oh damn so, okay so 20 minutes and that piece is like done. you can done. work with it yep i can put i can take it out touch it put it sand on. it yeah do whatever i want to wow damn mm-hmm. that's impressive i didn't know that I, yeah, yeah it's fun putting it together too mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that, um, that, that was a chore in itself <laughs> yeah so you do yeah. do you do bondo work too, or you yeah. just replace parts no. all new bondo, bondo and everything? I like doing bondo work. It's fun sanding, pulling out dents, sanding it. Yeah, it's I know. I, I know. Dusty and dirty. I know a painter, and like when I started like seeing his business and and like how little painters paint. <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> so what I mean? You're like, watching all the work be done. And yeah, then. like like. Literally, like only, only like the last five percent of the work yeah. is spraying paint on yeah. metal, and like all the work. I'm like, I'm like, because I wanted to like, well, you know, show me how to, you know, I just wanted to really, I should have reworded what I said. I, I wanted to say, now that I know, I wanted to say, show me the right technique to spray paint on metal. And what he heard was, teach me everything you know, and. <laughs> That was 50 years worth of bullshit that just went on and on and still goes on to this day. And, like, that's cool, but I really just wanted, like, a, you know, how do I hold a, you know, a paint sprayer and spray paint on a little bit more smoothly so I have to work with runs less. That's right, what I wanted. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, he, the guy's right. I mean, painting, fuck, that only takes me 30 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's the sand and pulling masking, up the dad, yeah, all masking everything for that, you know. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, there's a lot. I mean, people don't realize like oh, the, yeah. the effort of like the pre work and the post work, mm-hmm. like putting it all back together and all that. That's it's crazy. And it's not how good the paint looks; it's what's under the paint. You know, I mean, Ooh. you could you can straighten out a a piece of a, a piece of steel, you know, but it's got to be straight once you put the clear coat on it. You know, if it ain't straight, it looks like crap. You, you know, so. you know, I watched this guy on Snapchat, and he has like these glasses that. Like connect to his phone and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. blue collar Kyle. Yes. Yeah, dude, this my my guy. guy. Oh, <laughs> dude, blue dude. collar Kyle. Yeah, blue collar yeah. Kyle. I mean, yeah. shout out. But dude, I I can watch that guy for days. For What's hours. he do? Just body. He work. does body work. Body oh. work. Same thing as me. Yeah. But he he obviously don't have kids or a wife to yeah. have the time to upload all the videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah trust that's me. why yeah. I'm like fuck that guy. Yeah, I, can I know do that that's too, what I, meant. I got the time. That's what I meant when I was like this other business aspect of like, yeah. damn, this was work. I yeah. got I got three kids and a wife and <laughs> mortgage. Hey, hey, you could you have know? four kids. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Think almost about had four kids, and um, uh, you know, running here, running there from my older boy. 
uh, his sports and all that, you know, I ain't got time to upload. I'm hell. I hardly have the time to put on what I do on Facebook. Or you know, my problem is, is I don't like to listen to the radio, so I use my phone for my music at my shop (laughs) and it's also like my phone call so i'm like always running cutting off my music half the day i don't even have music on because i'm i'll pick up my phone put it down and like just go right to work yeah go back to work (laughs) you know and then like oh i need my phone and i'm like oh i forgot to take a picture of it before it's my biggest thing is I'll get it well, in before the shop. and after. I'll take yeah. a picture of the before and then never take an after. Or, or I'll, I'll take an after and I'll be <laughs> looking like shit. I never took a before. Welcome to growing up in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter, no bread. Yeah. yeah. Milk, no cereal. Yes. Cereal, no milk. Uh, yes. All the time. I, I remember one time my mom said, "There's um, powdered milk. Yeah. You can go ahead and mix yourself up some of that." <laughs> and I said, "Okay. I don't know if you've ever had powdered milk no. in generic Fruit Loops." But the shit tastes like ass. I'm gonna oh. tell you right now. Don't don't bother. It tastes like formula. It was water. <laughs> it's like just water and this powder. It was terrible, terrible. But, maybe I, maybe I was on some privilege yeah, shit. I don't know. Yeah. It's like <laughs> eating regular milk and cereal. Like, uh, but I guess where I was going with that is that it's hard for me. Like I take much like appreciation on what you guys do. Because watching that Snapchat and watching what he does and how he does it and the time and finesse that it takes to get a straight line or just to get it to where it's perfect. Straight body lines are a bit yeah. tough. Yeah. And, uh, and even just like when he takes it all apart, like the quarter panels apart where he has to like buzz off the spot welds spot yeah. welds and everything and you yeah. find yourself being like a critic now that you've seen these like insider videos no no because I, 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 I did mean, like after like oh, these, that, after that, like that i got good. the inside like, shit, oh, no, no, I'm a, like i was in like wall i'd be like oh. walking through the walmart work and like look at this shoddy ass body work who did this right over here now i got uh, it now I, like i'm a connoisseur now of body work i got an eye now i think but i guess like i said going back there it's just like man i no wonder why um, it costs what it costs for these guys to work on your vehicles. Yeah. Because I was like, damn, that that takes some, like an artist almost. It's like an art to watch that. Well, it's one of those things, too, when you don't know what all goes into it. You don't yeah. understand. Like, I was the same way. I'm like, well, how much would it cost me to have, like, this done? And they're like, you know, like, give me a quote. I'm like, <laughs> outrageous. <Yep. laughs> like, you know, I'm like, it should have. Because in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to take this much time. And I'm like, well, that's like. $800 an hour you're insane <laughs> yeah. you know and it's yeah. and it's not it's just a regular like per hour wage but it's just you don't you don't understand the missing hours yes it's mm-hmm. like it's like you with your video work right well see that's where I, exactly where yeah. i'm struggling at right now especially up here it's the same thing yeah you yeah, do you do I, video work 60 second clip right yeah i come to you and i'm like how much time you know and you give me a price and you're like well that price per hour is what is that four thousand dollars an hour <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you know and you're like well it's not because of all the work i gotta do editing and color correcting and all that stuff that people don't realize yeah going there to video it like yeah it's that's what I struggle with the most is not the pricing, but telling the person the price. It's like going out there, probably like what you guys struggle with. And I, and I've owned this business for three years and I still struggle this or two years. And I still struggle with this. And it's just rough telling someone like, well, how much for a wedding? Oh, it's $2,500. What? 
And I'm like, dude, you don't understand that. We yeah. got to stand there for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I don't and know follow you and you your friends. Yeah, <laughs> sure, I'm going to get a shrimp or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, follow you around all day, stand on my feet. And on top of that, go home, upload probably two terabytes worth of footage. Yeah. And the hard drives alone are probably $400 a piece. So then after all that, then it's like, all right, sweet. There goes that $400. Just <laughs> fucking just plus the, in, plus the investment on all the camera gear to have high yeah. resolution shots yeah. and yada, 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 yada. And then you yeah. spend a week straight looking at this damn screen, looking right. at the same damn <laughs> video files and then putting a song to it. And, you know, before you know it, it's like, holy fuck, I got a 12 minute video <laughs> and they better like this. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> just, it. that's uh, just it. And even with you, you know, bringing a car to you all smashed up and everyone's like, yeah, it's an, an insurance claim or you may be paying out of pocket, but at the same time, they don't know the. Oh, I've had so many people come in like, man, that seems really high. Can you do it for this? It's like, well, I can, but I'm not going to do as good a job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you want to pay me that wage and I'll, I'll get it done for you right now or. Real fast, but mm-hmm. it ain't gonna look the best. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, do you want like the you want this is the job? It's the <laughs> yeah. same thing when I was like booking detail. I'm like, hey, it's four to five hours. Four to five hours. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's what it takes me. Like, if yeah. I could do it faster, I would. Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, I'm in a hurry. Can you do it in three hours? I'm like, I. I'm like, I'd rather you just pick a different day that you're not in a hurry, because yeah, <laughs> then like the quality of work like stays the same. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like somebody gets in your car after I've detailed it, you know, and they're like, who did your detail? And they're like, 7-Gen Detail. I'm like, yeah, it kind of looks like shit. I'm like, yeah. that's like, that's like my brand out there. Like, mm-hmm. so I'd want it the whole time, Yeah, you know? Exactly. If I if people want something done really cheap, I just say, I'll do it, but don't tell anybody I did it for you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, this you is know, just. Taking right. the picker all about it. Oh, that's funny. No, I just think that's one of the, that's one of the things, um, uh, you know, too, with my body shop is um, my location, I think, helps. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a it's a better location than anywhere else. In, I mean, I'm in Cranon. There's not a body shop in Cranon. Yep, that was a good, like, they like, served the need for the community yeah, that didn't right have that. right in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm right in the city, you know, straight up. So that helps, but it don't matter. I, I hope everybody's busy, man. I just no, hope, exactly. I remember. I hope we're all has this corona messed with you in your business? Not really. You know, I think it might. I think it might with less people driving. Actually, I've uh, it increased since the corona. Weird, <laughs> with everybody driving around, <laughs> oh, not man. practicing social distancing or anything. Um, like that. It's like we need to get all these cars <laughs> back on the road, colliding with each other. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think the biggest thing is if people want to just pay for something out of pocket, they're not gonna. Because I think a lot of the economy is gonna hurt. So some of those like non-insurance jobs yeah. will slow down because yeah. the insurance work should be there, right? Oh yeah, that should be always, that should always be there because they're just paying their deductible and yep. doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But man, yeah, it was a the grind was real to get to where I'm at right now. I can't believe it's been a year. I mean, the nights I stayed up just putting my spray booth together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can hire someone to come put it together. For ten grand, but I was like, oh, I ain't gonna spout out that much cash for that, you know. So I did it myself and a few friends and a couple people helped me. And but I mean, it was mostly just me there all the time, staying out late, late, late. Just you mentioned your family, like now that everything's like 
working the way it's supposed to like you know the the boost together you 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 make your own hours as you know being your own boss you feel like you got more time with the family the same amount or less because you got the business going on like um, and you're doing everything it's kind of i guess it's kind of a double-edged sword because uh i feel like i'm away a lot more you know definitely than when i was when i was just working at pickerel we work from eight to four every day and a half day on fridays rarely ever worked late once in a great while we'd stay late um my first year man i was I never knew when I was going to be home some nights, you know, <laughs> shit. Some nights I'd work till 10 o'clock every night, not come home at all, not eat lunch, just work right through all day. Just work, you know, just grind and mm-hmm. make money. Cause I was scared to death that if this, I didn't make this go, then I'm going to be fucked. Uh-huh. And, I, and I told the old lady that I said, you know, for the first four months, it really sucked. Cause our, our baby, our new baby, Oh, <laughs> our did, other yeah. baby. Well, no, what we just had our new baby. So yeah, it wasn't even our new baby. It was our other daughter. I always used to put her to bed every night. I'd put her to bed, put her to bed. Then I started my new business, and then I quit putting her to bed. And now, like at nighttime, she has to go by her mom. She don't even want to be by me anymore, and that sucks, you know. Yeah, because it was just me and her every night. I'd put her to bed. We was kind of daddy daughter time, mm-hmm. you know. And then once I started working. And being gone all the time, I wasn't there for bedtime, so I lost that time. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, there's a. I've probably been away more than what I would have if I stayed working for somebody. But I've also been able to leave take, and, and say, take care of a lot of shit. Take the time that you need yes. when you need it. Yes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So now you got, you know, and you, you get, and it just should. The more it, you know flourishes, the more it should get more breathing room to do what yeah. you need to do right are yep. you a one-man shop right now yeah okay yep yeah i had uh a high school kid come and helping me for a little bit alex honig was helping me oh, all right yep he was helping me there for a little bit these last two months i would say probably but then with everything with the coronavirus shit i just said dude just stay home you know i just need to just be by myself there, you know, and yep. yeah. versus Ma could get, is really susceptible to it, I guess. So, um, just didn't want to be around too many other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I had my son help me. Uh, Devin's came and helped me a couple times. Craig Johnson's helped me a few times. Um, you know, if I need help, people are there. My brothers help me. That's cool. You know? I've even had my mock um, hold a couple parts here. And there. <laughs> there you go. You know, you got to. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I should have done? You can always count on mom. I was actually yeah. at the shop today. I should have. Other people can. I should have brought that uh, whatever is out in front today. What's that? I don't know. You had a part laying outside. Yeah, that thing's been there. That thing's. Oh, all right. That, don't worry. <laughs> I got to throw that in the scrap bin. Oh, Okay. It's well, you probably would have been like, who the fuck brought this back in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this, this is that piece that's been haunting me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it it's like 500 pounds. It's like, <laughs> like some bumper brackets to a bumper that I had already got that they didn't send me the brackets for. Oh. And they sent me a new one with the brackets. And then like a month later, the brackets for the other bumper showed up. <laughs> I was like, I don't need these anymore. So I don't even know why I got uh, them. So talking about the business side, like, with it being tax season and everything, like how, how, how do you get into that? Like, so yeah, was this like your first tax? Season? It was. Yeah. Um, mm. actually, I got to pay in sixteen hundred dollars. Dang. Year, so you made money. Apparently, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I did until yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got to pay that in. That sucks, but 
But you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I look at taxes. I don't like to bitch about paying my taxes because, you know, I like to see is like people can sit there and say, oh, it goes to welfare. You know, there's too many people on welfare. Well, you know what? I don't know everybody's life. You know, maybe those people need it. Maybe some of them don't. I don't really care. But if I can be out here working and if I can provide for someone who's less fortunate than me because they got a bad run of the mill, then so be it. And you know what? We need roads. We need teachers. Mm. We need all that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there my, you go. my money. Pay my, your taxes, you know? people. Yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, don't bitch about it. You got to pay them anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter who's the president or, or what, you got to pay them. Yep. No matter how high or how low they are, yeah. you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, you can vote the right guy in, but you don't know if he's going to keep it low or high or what he's going to do. Or, you know, at this point, it don't even matter. Just pay him. Yeah. Because he's living a whole different life than you are anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. But well, I mean, that business side, though, like keeping receipts, ordering parts, yeah. maybe spending more money than what came in that week yeah that's i mean scary. is that is that ever like stressful for you like it is like oh hell yeah like you said i mean you said the first four months were scary because you, of the unknown and mm-hmm. in, in owning your own business and you spending x amount of money to start the business and yeah. now it's like shit i just gambled our mortgage or i just gambled my savings and mm-hmm. and now it's coming to a point where like i said when you put that first order in and you're like shit this order was 10 grand where the, like, where am I going to come up with that money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I've, like the startup money. I've had that happen. I've had that happen. I've had to order parts and, you know, because I needed the parts there before that job was going to be there because it's going to take long to get the parts there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the money to really order the parts, but I had to buy them anyways. But I knew that insurance check was going to come. Yeah. Eventually pay for it. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, taking Two it out weeks of your- go by, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and a you're, anxiety. you're looking at about ten dollars in your savings account. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn. I did the same. I did the same thing. It's just like, like it's like I did all like all these like, a full weekend worth of details, and then I'll take all that and I'll put in a big order of like uh, material because I like use a lot of material. Yeah, and all these like supplies, and I'm just like, and I always just have this like looming anxiety in my mind of like all like this is the like all of a sudden all of the appointments are just gonna (laughs) magically stop and (laughs) i'll just have a wall filled with i'm like well i guess i have my vehicles will be clean for the remainder of my natural life (laughs) my my monthly paint bill for paint and like tape mud uh, sandpaper all that stuff that i buy is usually about two to twenty five hundred dollars a month that I pay just for that. So. What oh. kind of paints are you? What do you? Use? I use PPG paints. PPG, that's so yeah, that's high end stuff. Yeah, I mean like a a gallon of. I just bought a gallon of black because you need a gallon of black because you use a lot of black and yep. a lot of different colors. Um, I think it was five hundred dollars. Holy. Yeah. So do you do you order? Your colors, or do you are you making your own colors? Like I make my own colors, but you like with the machine, like Home Depot does, like with like where it puts the right color injections and all that. I do it myself, though. You do it. They're not a machine that dump in the colors. No. Oh, so like so like I bring you my Lincoln, and it's some like metallic eggshell color. Yeah. Right. And it's got a color code on it. Yep. You look that up. Yep. And then you. It tells you how many like yeah. ounces of this color and ounces of that color. Yeah, what it'll be is uh, 
I'll get your code. I'll put it in my computer. I got this $4,000 computer sitting there. Um, it'll tell me what the code is, and it'll show up variants of that code. A lighter one, a darker one, a redder one. Damn, well, all right. It'll be like, they'll give me four to five, sometimes seven, eight swatches. PPG paints. Yep. They paint these little cards. You go and you hold them up to the car. You put on a, they call it a sun gun. It's like a high intensity light. A UV so, light? Yeah. You got one of those? It's not UV though. It's uh, it's like they call it that though. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah, yeah. re, like it's supposed to recreate the sun or yep. whatever. Yeah. Inside. So I use that and then get the one that looks the closest. Cause you know at the factory, oh I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought I thought like your paint color code was your color. No. Well, it is your color, but there's different variants of that color. Based on like however the like manufacturer mixed it up that day. Well, think about this. Do you think that your Lincoln got painted white with five million other white Lincolns at the same exact time? No, they did a run of this thirty thousand and that thirty thousand. No, they do a white one, then they do a black one, then they might do a blue one, then they do a silver one. It's all it's an assembly line. Then they might go back to white. So if you have a white car here, a black one here, a blue one here, a red one, then another white pearl one, do you think? No one went in there and cleaned those robots out, a gun. So that little bit of red that's in this one is going to come out on your white, on this next white one. Just a little, that little hue yeah. or whatever. So at the at the factory, your car could have got made here and another white car exactly like yours could have got made. We could pull them outside, take the door off one, put it, take the door off yours, swap them, and you see a color difference. Okay, okay. And in the parking lot, they'll look the same or whatever. But yeah. when they're next to each other, and you got to like add a new piece, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. So if you, <laughs> but if you put them two cars out, I didn't know all about all them variants, yeah. man. You're learning yeah. something. Every yeah. time I'm learning something, my mind's like, damn, you were a stupid motherfucker well, before. And then, <laughs> and then like, I don't know if you ever noticed, but like plastic bumpers and fenders hardly ever match. Yeah. You yeah. Ever notice yep. that? Yeah. And that's because like a plas- plastic absorbs solvents faster than steel does because steel is going to be colder to the touch than like plastic is Mm -hmm. so that's going to dry faster than like a piece of steel would so it absorbs the solvents faster so it it changes the color you know because it's drying faster and you're putting on more cold i had a grand prix once that it was like normally they're like more subtle Mm -hmm. and that's grand prix i had was just it wasn't even close i felt like (laughs) yeah there's there's sometimes like i've had to repaint a car for a lady Cause she came there and it, it, I was like, man, it's, it's close, but it's not that close. But sometimes you're like, man, hopefully they don't say nothing, you know? And they did, you know, they're like, did you paint it the right color? I'm like, well, yeah, I painted it the right color. I just picked the wrong variant. It was a variant thing. Really? Yeah. See, I yeah. didn't even see. I, that's a good ask. So you, yeah. so that's happened to you too already? Like since oh, you've yeah. been. I've, I've had to redo one cover since I've been in business and I thought I would have to do a lot more. But I've actually, PPG usually has a pretty good color match with the card, the one you pick to the car you're looking at. Yep. It's, I've had a lot of luck with it. I mean, there's been a few that have been like, eh, they're pretty close, but, you know, I've never had anyone come back like that, which was fine. I said, yeah, I'll pull, I'll pull it in right now. I'll fix it. You know? Yep. You know, I don't want, you know, if you don't like it, I don't want you happy. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I That's took care cool. of them right away. That's cool. Um. But yeah, there's, 
it's always i mean color match is probably the, one of the harder parts of the whole the whole, the whole job. thing yeah yeah scariest I, part i didn't know yeah. that yeah. i haven't learned that yet in my training yeah and also <laughs> yeah. That's, step, that's step 212 i'm on 93 well, yeah and there's another thing too like like when you you paint two doors and if you put three coats of clear on the one door and only two on the other you pull them outside one's gonna look darker because it's like looking over a lake if you fly over a lake where there's more water it's darker right okay mm-hmm. yep you know because you you can see through it more. You know? oh. so like oh, if, I've done that. Yeah. I painted a bike, a motorcycle once, and I was clearing it and yeah. clearing it because I, I didn't want to paint it again because of spray paint. Okay, and yeah. I was just just kept fucking clearing. It. And I did a whole the whole one side different. And I remember thinking to myself, I swear to God. It looks two different colors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I swore to God, and everybody's yeah, like, "You're fucking crazy!" Oh, but yeah. like, you could only see yeah. one half of the bike at a time. You couldn't yeah. look at both halves. But I'm like, "Look at it from the front. Don't you see like <laughs> it's a different color?" And he's like, "Did you use a different color?" I'm like, "It's just I did. They're different cans, but it's all the same color." And they're like, "That's you're crazy." I'm like, "That that." But you just uh, talking about that was must have been it because I remember just clearing the shit out of the one side. Yeah. And then I just got bored of that. Yeah. So I exactly I did way less on the other side. Yeah. I'm talking not one coat. Yeah. I'm talking like five coats less on one side because they had like eight had more money in clear coat than paint. Yeah, it's crazy. Painting uh, cars is the craziest part, but uh, I've I don't know. I've done a pretty good job at it, I guess. Damn, right on. Yeah. You so you uh for people that are listening or whatever, do you have a you know, you got a what do you got? Social media, website, anything? What do you got? Facebook basically. Facebook page? Yeah. I had I was paying some stupid ass company that I got rigged into on uh over the phone. They're like, Oh, we can set you up with a web page and all that. I'm like, All right, you know, how much? You're like hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks a month or something. Like, oh I was like, Fuck it, I'll do it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like Oh, this sucks! And they put me together some generic ass, some some, <laughs> some, <laughs> some like black solid black color with your logo they, on yeah. the top. Yeah. Basically, all it was, and then I got locked into like a six month contract. That was the biggest waste of money since. Well, and Facebook is so powerful these oh, days. I mean, you can make your page fucking whatever you want. I know. I mean, and I wish I actually wish that's the only thing I wish I could hire somebody for is just a. Do like a blue collar Kyle. Sit there mm. and follow me around and put that on my social media all day long and just annoy the frick out of people with my posts. You know? But even with that blue, like I said, back to that blue collar Kyle, I mean, like I said, I could watch that guy all fucking day. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know, for someone that doesn't know anything about body work or anything, I mean, it just finds me, I'm amazed by it. Yeah, well, yeah. even like when you started 7 Gen, I mean, fuck, I watched so many fucking cleaning videos that I was going to this guy, this guy and I'm just like, Bro, did you try out these brushes? <laughs> Have you seen these brushes? People what about like this that. cleaning cleaner? And I was but I, I tell you what, it's a lot of work. <laughs> like sometimes, like I have to know like how I have my appointments stacked up. So if it's like the second appointment. I might have because it takes like you gotta set up like a fucking tripod. And put oh, the camera on there <laughs> yeah. and then like get the camera angle and I'm like, fuck, how does Jeffrey do this shit? Well, see, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, I ain't got time to It's exhausting. Me. Like yeah. it adds like a whole nother hour to that detail. And then I feel like like I feel like it took so long. And you know, I only make sure I can do that with a customer who's like, whatever, give mm-hmm. it back to me whenever. Cause yeah. they don't they're not going anywhere or something. 
but I still am like for like me personally, I'm like, I don't know. It just feels like made less wasn't worth it type of thing. Like, cause I'm adding like doing that other, that business part of the job, mm-hmm. which has no real monetary value other than like customer base and build up and overall stuff. But yeah. it's, it's a hard thing to setting up all that to get all those shots and, and just remembering like the, the before do you know how many do you know how many cars i've rolled out and I'm like fuck i didn't do an after i'm like maybe i'll see it in a walmart pocket i'll do one through the I've, window I've, done, yeah. I've, even, I've even thought about like calling the people and like oh can you text me a picture <laughs> yes i've done 100 <laughs> i've I, actually I done that though no, i'm like all right just just snap me a photo of that real quick i just i want it first for my book yeah i always for i just like oh, whatever Yep, missed it. One. Missed it. <laughs> so uh, Facebook is just Teddy G Auto Body then? Yep. That's nice. my page. Nice, nice. Hell yeah. And I see you posting posting at least once a week on there. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. I try to. But even that once a week is plenty enough. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially yeah. how busy you are nowadays. Yeah. Like, even I follow you on your Snapchat, your personal Snapchat that's here. Your, and, and, yeah. I, that, and that's where I see you. I'm like, damn, this guy's fucking just. How old's your boy? Falling. My son is 13. That's, dude, be like, I got a job for you. (laughs) President of uh, public relations. (laughs) Get him out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Social media expert. I go down there. I try to wake him up. If he ain't getting up, I said, "I'm going to work. I ain't got time to waste my time, waste my day on you." Leave it, just leave a note on his yeah, forehead. Yeah. Waste away. When, when you get up, come to the shop and start recording video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's a good kid. He is. I love him to death. But uh, he's a he, teenager. He uh, <laughs> he needs some. Uh, yeah, he's a teenager. He needs to get uh, that uh, work ethic. You know. Yeah. He doesn't really have that yet. A uh, little bit. You can beat it into it. That's how my mom gave it to me. That's what, that's what my parents did to me. That's why Jeez. I am where I am. Today. She's like, this is work ethic. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is respect. I got. Well, now they got laws and all this other yeah. shit, and uh, now they're protecting kids I from that. I was a problem <laughs> child, man. My parents, I put them to hell, man. Oh, shit. I whooped my, oh, my, my kid's ass the other day. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to. And he was I acting, do. and he was behaving. He yeah. just just to flex on him, and then he, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I'm like, then yeah, he gave him that fucking arm yeah. afterwards. Like, remember, there's more where that come from. But I, no, but the thing is, he did remember it though, because he told his mom the next day. Right. Yeah, and I'm just like, see, shit's working. Mm-hmm. So like, he won't fucking. <laughs> he, like, he won't fucking. Res- he respects me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this what fucker's not gonna fucking talk back to me anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know, I wasn't like a beat him beating, but you know, I spanked him and you, have you know to. pulled his ear and I was like, dude, you gotta fucking listen, man. Like punched him in the eye. Yeah. You know, threw him on the ground. <laughs> Stomped him. Yeah. When are you gonna have some kids, buyers? <laughs> oh damn, right on I work too much to get anybody pregnant right now. You even are you uh, married? No. It that would be the first that would be the first step. You married? No. He's engaged. Yet. I'm engaged though. Oh, really? Since when? Dude, we had this talk. Coffee Fridays. Yeah, been a Coffee long time. Fridays, bro. That's been a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. But you helped me through that. Oh yeah, yeah that's you, right. You helped me through that stuff. All right, cool. But so your old lady's cor- work. You said earlier she's working in Green Bay now. Yeah, yeah, she got a job in Green Bay. Really? Yep. How's that long w- distance treatment? Yeah, what's she doing on her? Um, mental health stuff down there. She works for a mental health clinic. 
That's cool. Yeah. You get a lot of like FaceTime calls. I miss your face. And hey, you guys, you. with this everything going on, you probably can't even see each other. Eh? Well, no. Well, that's a scary thing right now. And it's hard for me to to express, I guess, if you will, like how worried I am. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not good with feelings. So, babe, if you're listening, stop kissing up on us when you get home. No. <laughs> but no, it is it is rough at this time. I, I was uh, actually talking to my uh, parents about this. And, you know, we couldn't have done this move at uh, any worse time. Yeah. You know, with this pandemic going on and everything and her working in Green Bay in a larger city. And her coming home knowing or not knowing that if she has it or not. And then, you know, but she's only, well, not only, but she's home for two days. And then she goes back down there and works for two days and then back up here for two days. So it's definitely, eh, definitely rough right now just for the fact that we're quarantined at home. Yeah. In the safer at home uh, project or whatever they want to call it. And, um, you know, it's just hard for me and, uh. You know, it's hard for me and the little man to go do anything. You know, the parks are closed and... Yeah. You know, we go for walks and everything and... The parks are open, aren't they? No, they're closed. What? Well, Crandon Park's ain't open. Yeah. There's snow on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, yeah. Like the public, national parks are open. National so. parks, but public parks are like swing sites. And Though you're not supposed to go to those? No. Nope. Oh, shit. My bad. Yep. <laughs> my bad. I've been swinging like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out there. You're one of the problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's definitely rough right now, but I mean, we're getting through it. Uh, it's, you know, definitely testing our relationship. Couldn't, couldn't have been a better time for her to, from a gas perspective, though. These oh, yeah, yeah. prices that's, are that's crazy. That's what I told her. I was just like, hey, at least we're somewhat saving money now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With no a dollar, dollar thirty nine. A gallon? Yeah, you know, gas should stay like that. That'd be awesome. Well, it just shows you how much, <laughs> how greedy oil companies oh, are. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, like, oh I mean, as soon as this pandemic went, I mean, it went from $3 to, what, a dollar? I know, just like that. <laughs> just like that in two weeks. It should be set at $2 a gallon, no more. It can go less, but it can't go more than $2. If I was yeah. president, that's what it would be. There you go. There you go, Teddy G, 2020. He's not old enough. Not oh. old enough. You're well, 35. No. Oh, really? I, I oh. will be old enough. I will be old enough by November 2020. <laughs> You'll be 35? 35, yeah. Oh, I damn, I didn't know you were, I know, I didn't know you were so old. Yeah. Fuck fucking you, old uh, elderly man. I would have <laughs> yeah. fucking carried you down the stairs. <laughs> <then> if <laughs> I knew you were that old. <laughs> Shit, here we are in the basement. I would have carried the old table up there. Yeah. First floor for you. Yeah. Damn. No, I'm probably the oldest person you had on this podcast. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, you had that old um, Mennonite? Right? No, no. She, she was, was 18. Like 18. She was super young. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who's the oldest person you had on? Probably here? my brother. Donald. Donald? He's 37. We had oh, okay, uh, yeah. Gregory Rupp and... Uh, oh, yeah. Those old fuckers. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, yeah, were, they yeah. were in they their were 40s. 40s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, then. Had their lives together, whatever. Yeah, they had their <laughs> <laughs> they were, if, if you go back and listen, they're the ones with like all the stuff to talk about in their lives. To be life. honest yeah. with you guys, I haven't, I haven't listened to a single podcast. Oh, appreciate that. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> it's not like you have a lot of time and days where you could have something on. Yeah. It's not, you know, I, that doesn't exist in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My beautiful wife, she hardly sleeps, and I feel horrible for her. But I will say she is the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's nice. She's the reason why I got my business. 
She's the reason why I have my new house. Are you in the doghouse, bro? For what? For saying this? No. He's saying, are you digging out? <laughs> yeah, are you trying to dig out, brother? No, I'm just saying, you know, we didn't talk about my marriage in my whole course of my life. You know? Well, that's what I'm we'll, we'll send. Right we'll now. send her <laughs> We'll send her an advanced copy of this. Right yeah. now and be like, no. look at this. You're loved. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying like, no. Well, like, exactly. You got to have a partner that's very supportive. Yeah. Especially when you're going to, like, make a transition, like, from... I'm, you know, I'm working by nine to five till like, I'm going to run my own shit. Well, and, I still and be at gone a lot. Well, yeah, I still remember walking in the shop at like midnight with this guy in the in the very beginning. Yeah. Like just like driving by and I'm like, holy shit, this fucker is still there. Well, I'm just going to pull in and see what he's doing. And this fucker is like, <laughs> you know, all fucking dusty. He's like, oh, what up, bro? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you realize it's like 1230, right? He's like, man, I got to get this fucking car done. Yep. You know, like I'm like, damn, this guy's fucking grinding. I like you know? that. I like that. Hell yeah, that's what you got to do, you know? man. And you still do it today. I mean, oh, yeah. every, you know, you're like, oh, it's ten o'clock. I guess I could finally close doors down. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's fucking awesome, dude. I enjoy working late though too. I've always been a night owl, so mm-hmm. I could, I could, I love my business so much, and I have such a passion for it. I could be there all, all the time. time. That's yo all the time. But I, I love my kids and I love my li- wife and my my home life. So yeah. I like doing that too. But I mean, I I could honestly. There's some work days, the yeah. It's your escape too. Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. That's mm-hmm. why I had to ask you. I didn't know you got engaged, man. I'm sorry I wasn't there for you for the engagement, but I'm yeah. glad I talked to you. No, I did it on a big uh, on a big mountain in Hawaii. That's awesome. You man. know, clear skies, feeling drones. that paradise going on. He's yeah. like, I got. Yep. I'm happy for you. No, it's funny. Um, since we got a minute. Um no, it, it's funny because I decided like three days before we left Hawaii to go do it. That you were gonna do it? Yeah. So Did I, you have the ring already? No, I did not. So you had to do all that. I had to do that all I did that like when I was just sitting there and Airport was, gift shop? No, no, we we were because <laughs> no, it was me How my, are your rings? Yeah, it was me and my brother were were working on a project and I was like, dude, I was like I'm gonna go propose to Liz. That's awesome. He's like, really? When? I was like, I don't know. And then we kept talking, kept talking. All of a sudden, I was just like, dude, I want to do it in Hawaii. He was like, don't you guys leave in three days? I'm like, yeah. So we're gonna go ring shopping after work tomorrow, and went ring shopping with uh, Wickersheim's jeweler in oh. uh, in Ratlander. Shout out. And, and it was funny too because I I'm in such a rush too that I'm just looking through these rings, even bother looking at the price i was just like i want that one <laughs> i want looks cool hell yeah that's what's up and then they gave me the price and i was like <laughs> how about his li- how about his little brother yeah yeah right? i was like well, that one to <laughs> yeah. the left of it does this one have a cousin <laughs> yeah maybe in less carrots but yeah so you know maybe last minute and and out of the blue but no i got it done at a boy yeah proud yeah, of you so there you go but right now I'm, I'm. It's funny because I don't believe in marriage either. But here I, I am. I proposed. Damn! Don't believe in marriage. Yeah. What are you, well, what fuck does that what mean? are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> because well, she. It's more for her, like, because I love her. You know, I want to be with her for the rest of my life. But she has to have that. That comfort of a ring and being on the same 
having the same last name and everything, but damn, you'll have to come back. We're gonna sounds yeah. like we're gonna have to do a marriage episode. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to do a marriage yeah. episode. But no, I mean, just for me, it's just like, why do I gotta signify my love for? You know, why do I gotta pay this amount of money to show her that I love her? And why do I have to sign this piece of paper to show that I love her? Yeah. But that's just the way my mind thinks. You know, it's you guys colonized me. but no i mean like but at the end of the day you know you know yeah we'll get married and the outcome is still gonna be the same you know yeah hopefully grow old together and die cool (laughs) hopefully i die any more kids damn the the interviewee becomes (laughs) the interviewer and you're like I, i don't know Hey, maybe, maybe we've talked about it, but with this whole thing going on now with her moving, not moving to Green Bay, but her working in Green Bay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. go. Guys who are getting that kid talk, but you're not ready and be like, (laughs) in this world with this pandemic, is this a safe environment (laughs) for human children? Well, not not that, but it was, (laughs) you know, it's just uh, right now we're trying to get our, our lives together, if you will. She had our career path. I'm seven years older than her. So, you know, she's trying to pursue her career, her life career in uh, mental health or psychology or whatever. I don't really know what. Kids are just going to get in the way of that. Not so much in the way, but let's let's start off right. I've always felt like that, though, personally. You know what I mean? When you asked me or whatever, like when I was younger, I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know what? Like, I could I could have I could I could raise one of these things. But I would need to make at least like X amount a year, right? And like, when at the time I was that num, you know, yeah, it's like it's like as you get older, X becomes a fucking way bigger number because yeah. you're like, life is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like so expensive. But you're like, oh, you know, it's like you know, when you're young and stupid, you're like, oh man, I make you know ten bucks an hour. This is garbage. If I only made fifteen, yeah, or if I only made twenty, yeah, and then you know, and then if you get you know to make 20 then you're like as soon as you're there you're like fuck if i only mean 25 (laughs) you know what i mean like i could do so much more i like i could have that and like i could live this and then if you're lucky enough to make that it's just the number the the where you want to be always seems to go up at least it did for me when i was younger like live my life well my wife me and her talk before we had kids you know she's like you know i was working my job and she was student teaching and we are just living off basically my income, you know, and she said, I, I just hope that when we have these kids that we're going to have enough money to always have diapers here, you know, and not be struggling to pay diapers because, hell, I was struggling to make the car payments and the house payments and mm-hmm. the phone payments and mm-hmm. everything, you know, at that time, two people living together, plus we had my boy living with me and, um, yeah, I mean, shit. It was hard. You know? Well, that's so where I feel like I'm at. Like, 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 yeah. like, like, I feel like everything that I still don't feel like my life's together. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I'm yeah. just keep getting older <laughs> yeah. and never feel <laughs> like it's I've made it. You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, but no one's ever ready for kids. Having a kid, honestly, there's never a good time to have a kid because it's a complete life change. No mm-hmm. matter what, and it, it's forever. Yep. You know, Cadet. it's forever. Well, for me, a big part of it's it is the forever. financial piece too. And it's it like I feel huge. like yeah. I feel like I don't have enough money now. Yeah, how am I going to raise a human child at the same amount of money? Like they don't give you Speaking any more. Control, I gotta go check out mine quick. Yeah, see if that one's still breathing. Well, look, 
Well, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, diapers and formula. And you guys were like, you didn't care? Uh, like, you just like, well, we're still going to, like. We just, we just say, well. What well, didn't it feel we, like? Didn't it feel like that was a risk? Um, It was. I mean, having a kid at any time is a risk because you never know what happened. Hell, your wife could die or you could die. Then they could raise it alone. You know, you could lose your job and, you know, any anything. You know, that's what I'm saying. Having a kid is ne- there's never a good time to have a kid because you never know what. To- I mean, it's nine months before that baby comes out, and then your whole life has changed forever. So you don't you don't know what's going to happen in those nine months. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you, you know, even a surprise. Yeah, I mean, a baby, <laughs> a, a baby can come out and not be yours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. full know, circle, full, full could, circle. You know, it could come out and have medical issues. You know, and then mm-hmm. you, you have a dude. Did a you? Road well, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I wouldn't care. If, I wouldn't like that. See, like, I feel like it's like, man, these people with these sick kids and stuff that you know, like, to take that like burden on and like having to raise those. It's like, man, that's that'd be like extra bad for me. Yeah, like I, like I don't hard. even like I'm not even really on the bi- that big of the ideal one right now. Yeah, and like a sick one, I'm giving you like that like that big brother like hand on the yeah. forehead thing. Yeah. Well, know. my my wife's uh, little cousin has cancer. See, like has that leukemia, and you know it's hard to watch. I mean, he's I want to say he's eight years old, maybe. Besides the like grade, financial toll like, of like dealing with that, yeah, the emotional, yeah, oh yeah. See, like, that's, like, it's, like, it feels like gambling. Yeah. And it's just, like, oh, man, how do you yeah. how do you win in this game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and those things you can't, you can't predict. Yeah, you can't predict, yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, and that was one of the things, like, our doctor said, oh, yeah, he has an anomaly on his, uh, in, in his head, like an indent, like a little indent when he was uh, in the womb still. And that shit stressed the fuck out of me. Yeah. And it was, like, the last month, too. So like I'm like every now and then I'd forget about it, forget about it. But when it would pop back in my head, and I just stress the fuck out. Like, yeah. what if he's not okay? What if he's not healthy? And you know, but once he came out, then obviously he was a healthy boy and everything. And but even just like with the fact that he could, you know, have um, what do you want to call it? Like defects. Yeah. You know, it was like scary, but mm-hmm. him being in the world right in the world you know was just well like, it was just happy to be here like because yeah. you always wonder well, the, like for I me i can't handle the anxiety of that yeah. bro like call me a piece well, of shit <laughs> but i'm telling you right now like i don't want like i don't i don't want a defective one like i don't like if i wanted one of the like <laughs> scratch like yeah. one of the scratch and dent kids i'd go down to the orphanage and pick one of them up you know what i mean yeah. like i don't why you know i yeah. want it to be me you couldn't make it nine months exactly yeah. no i see I'm not. I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. But like, um, but yeah, just now nah, I wouldn't change anything for the world. Yeah. Oh no, you no. Know? Like it took. Like I always joke around with this, but it took me literally three years to become <laughs> basically a father. Almost. Yeah. You know, like I I was there from, but you know, it was a parent. Like obviously, me and his mother are together, so it was like I usually. Here, here's how my life could like here's how my life could get better i want to be at leon's graduation party and you're like giving a toast and you're like all right toast guys it took me 18 years to actually start yeah. care, <laughs> care about this guy but now seeing him do it and graduate i actually i can see now 
I love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move out. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, I mean, it's just, um, you know, there's not a thing that I would not do for this kid at the end of the day. Um, like I said, he was a surprise to both Liz and I, but, you know, it was a good surprise. You know, I wouldn't change anything for it. I was like you at 29. I was 29 years old, and I didn't want to have any kids. You know, I was already accepted the fact that I was like, you know, I'm going to be that uncle. (laughs) You know, like just that uncle that had no kids, maybe just had a girlfriend or, you know, wife and just hung out and used my brother and my sisters as my own kids, you know, to be that cool uncle. There you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm using yours right now. Yep, exactly. (laughs) So, but at the end of the day, like I said, I wouldn't change anything for it. I could give you a little history about my situation. You know, after I was 18 when that one, with that one girl, with the kid and that. With the Uh, fake kid? Yeah, with the fake kid. Okay. And then uh, I was 20 when uh, Elias was born. Yeah. Um, And I just, well, actually, I just turned 21 because I turned 21 June 2nd, and he was born June 20th. Uh, And then I don't know if people know this or not, but his mom was part of his life for two years we kind of dated, I mean, we dated, tried to make a family of it, but she had like a really bad addiction. And um, then I uh, was like, well, too bad, so sad. I got to move on with my life, but I'm keeping this kid, you mm. know, and uh, ended up, she hasn't seen him since he's been six. And I have been a part of his life since he's been born, um, basically, yeah, I think, Really didn't probably come a full part of his life till he was about two months old. You know, I wasn't there for the birth or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, this was kind of like a surprise, really, for me too. Yeah. And um, I, uh, I wouldn't change any of those nights or days that I've had with him since before I met Marissa. And that it was just me and him, and that was my ride or die partner forever. Mm-hmm. My best friend. He's still my best friend. He's still got a special place in my heart even over my other two children just because i've been through so much with him Mm -hmm. you know i've had to deal with his his biological mother for a lot of years a lot of stressful nights in that relationship a horrible relationship um and a lot of nights not knowing if i would ever get him back because there was nights that he had to go up his biological mom and mm-hmm. uh stay the night there when he was young and i never knew if he was going to be watched or who was watching him mm-hmm. or if he was there alone at a young age you know three mm-hmm. four years old and you know so there it's a it was a really scary scary time in my life well i want to do something i want to commend you for like as a parent for like you know picking the favorite yeah, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. putting it out there because yeah. like I hate that. Like I love my kids the same. I'm like bullshit. Yeah. Anybody oh, who's my ever been a kid yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> siblings knows that's not uh, true. I like I like my parents because they just come out and my dad's like Jeffrey, you're my favorite. <laughs> well, it, it's it, a tie between you and Presley, and it's just says. like and it's like and it's not about <laughs> and the favoritism is not necessarily about who you love more, right? Yeah, that yeah. it's about. It's just, it's not who, who you do you love who more. do you like more, right? Yeah. Like who do you might have more in common with? It might it might be obvious that a a dad might have 
you know, like they might like their girl more or their boy more. You know what I mean? One of them might, you know, they, there's a different type of bond for each person. I, I just hate the, I just like. The older he gets, though, the less I like. <laughs> yeah, the I more he that. becomes a teenager. A young the, teenage the, boy. Yeah. That's crazy. He's, he's, he's hard to get along with some days. He just. Well, in like, him, in like 2022, like the like shit he has access to. Oh, my to. God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember being like a kid? Oh, yeah. Like, I remember being like, the bus was like where my where i got like all your news yeah like everything and yeah. like life where you lessons. heard the word bitch <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah. they put me up on everything and they're yeah. like you know this is what this means and this is what that means and i'm like no yeah people don't do that yeah I you know, know? Yeah. i was like you know what i mean it's like you you learn about all this stuff yeah and now fucking six-year-old could get their hands on an life. iphone on oh. fucking yeah. You know, and they're like, and they're telling me about like female anatomy. And they're like, no, yeah. like, this is the labia minora. Here's, let me yeah. show you this here. No, Pulls I out know. his iPhone and shit. I'm like, here's an app. Yeah. Go home with that, dummy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, do your homework. I'm like, damn. Yeah. This oh, kid I know. Here. They, they know so much at a young age now, and it's crazy. And it's, it's just society the way it is. Even like my wife, she's a second grade teacher, and kids in her class, no way more at what they grade. know is ridiculous is, it's they, crazy they shouldn't know that yeah and you these know? kids like they're dating and yeah. shit little yeah. kids do you remember was that a thing when you were young no. and when i was like in elementary school it was still like cooties and shit like yeah. it was like no 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 not no. till about middle school is when that's right that's it, like about sixth grade yeah. it kind of like flipped a little bit and it was like mm. yeah you know Kinda like girls yeah and then <laughs> And now it's like, I remember thinking back, like, this is insane. Like, I was just talking to, like, and it just seems to, like, when I'm around, like, my nieces and nephews, like, some of the shit they say. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck? Actually, my, my girlfriend's uh, friend, her mom, like, runs a daycare or whatever, and they stopped over to see that we got a new cat, and they stopped over to see the new cat and had the kid with them. And I'm like, oh, who's this kid or whatever? And he, he like, I was talking to her, and, like, he, like, this little dude, this little bastard, he's just like, he gives like a full introduction on himself. He's like, my name is yada, yada, yada. And like, a, <laughs> and like, he's got like a whole bio and shit. I'm like, damn fool. I didn't know you had a LinkedIn page and shit. I'm like, should get him on a podcast. I'm like, dude, he'd take the show over. Dude was educated, <laughs> man. He's like, yeah. I'm like, he walked out. I'm like, who the fuck was that kid? Yeah, How smart. old is he? Smart. They're like, he's like three. I'm like, yeah. that fool is three. Yeah. Why did he just tell me to go? climate change yeah <laughs> you know I, like dude was so smart i, I told you about that that's, how, that's how my daughter luna is i mean she knows so much and she's two but and, she acts like she's five and they these sentences they can make i'm mm -hmm. like how is your i'm like what do you know about vocabulary how do you have that i know it's crazy <laughs> shit i can't even read uh-huh <laughs> yeah the, wor the world is changing for forever especially after this the world will be changed forever it was crazy. You think the handshake's gone? Well, we didn't shake hands. None of us shook hands when we first when we all no. got. Well, we're in it though. We're in the eye yeah. of the storm. Well, after the storm's gone, I think we will. I think this will. Handshake's coming back. Yeah. Handshake ain't dead. It'll be like one of those things. It'll be a meme. A year I from think. Now. It'll be like, hey, you guys remember when? I don't when, know, uh, man. COVID nineteen. I here? think the handshake is going to become the Native American. It's going to exist, but nobody's going to really know about it. <laughs> no, holy shit. Ah, ah, oh, that was 
yeah. put that in your diary. That shit is fire. I don't care who you are. He's like, I put him away. I put him away. I ain't shaking hands. You like that one? You like that? That was a good one. I like that. Thank you. I don't know, man. This is. Think the handshake's dead? I don't know about the handshake, but this coronavirus, man, it's fucked up, man. It's, it don't, it's... I know it's fucking shit up. The economy. I don't know. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know what to make of it because you hear so many different stories. I don't know what to believe. Well, true, that's the thing. The power of social media, the um, power of the news. We actually had, we almost I shelved believe- you again for somebody else that was a coronavirus conspiracy theorist. I yeah. do believe that this thing is deadlier than the flu. It's going to kill more people than the flu just because of they don't know what it is. Every day it's changing on the symptoms of it and how long it stays on things, how long it lives for. You know, that's all changing overnight. Every morning you wake up, if you watch the news, which I don't because I don't want to freak out about it, but they're saying oh, it's changing every day. And mm-hmm. they don't know how long it's going to be. You don't have to watch the new. Just put on Unqualified I, Minds podcast. For I, the go next time you're in the yeah. I go on Twitter to paint booth. I go on Twitter. All the news you yeah. need right there. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude, I, I think is like what I think is, I don't know. I, like, I, I do believe it's it's bad, but at the same time, I don't think it, it is as bad as what the government is trying to trying to do. Like, shutting everything down, it, it is what it is. We went. I, I believe we went through worse, um, than this. We've gone through worse. Yeah, oh, like other viruses. Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I it's because to- the power of media, bro. The only yeah. reason why this is blowing up because everyone has Facebook. Everyone has their own opinions. Everyone has their own scientific facts, and you don't even know what's a lie or a truth anymore. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, you got people like me who's. Like my anxiety since this happened is through the roof. I think I'm dying every day. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think I think I have a symptom every day. Yeah, I cough and I'm like shit. <laughs> right? This is it, boys. Yeah. No, <laughs> quarantine I, me. I, I hear and, you, and I you know, you. and what? you know, just like at the end of the day, it's you know, yeah, I, I believe that we, maybe we do gotta practice the social distancing and all this stuff. But as far as how bad it is you look at the numbers and everything it's like all right globally there's seven billion people you look at how how much this all has grown you look at the number there's not even a a million cases yet only not only but only what thirty thousand have no 13? Death map time yeah. I think it's like globally, six, 17,000. Yeah, yeah, globally yeah. so far, 17,000. Yeah, globally is only... Like they're not saying that it's not bad because no one should have to die from any of this, but it's not... I don't believe it's not bad, bad. They said the latest was Donald Trump. He said the death toll would be 100,000 probably. Oh, actually, you wanted, you're in, uh, the CDC went out today. I haven't looked it up. They were supposed to release their... They were working on real scientists working on like legitimate projections. Yeah, that that in the CDC, a whole team of people working on this, and that was supposed to release today. Well, good. Let's we'll see what they got. To, I don't know if I haven't looked at. I, haven't, I I'm like you. Like at, at early, I was like, but then like I couldn't get away from it. I felt mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like yeah. fucking, it was chasing me in my sleep and shit. Fucking news articles. I'm like, all right, 
now it's too much. You know yeah. what I mean? I need more balance in my body. And it was, what was crazy is one of the things the CDC put out there of like healthy tips was like turn off the news. I'm yeah. like, I love it. Yeah, turn it that is. shit off. Like you'll go crazy in your head. You will. Well, yeah. Only People focusing start, on that. Yeah. And stress is bad for you anyways. But um, the thing is, is like when they got all those meat trucks out there in New York City, just filling them with dead bodies every day. Mm hmm. I've never, ever saw anything like that in my life. That shit freaks me out. You know, and it, it contacts people that have underlying health conditions. Mm-hmm. And, like, they say older people, but now they say it don't matter your age. My mom's 66 years old. Mm-hmm. She was a get it. She's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife's mom has a some sort of um, immunity disease or something where she has like a low a immune system or something. Poor immune, yeah. Uh, if she gets it, she said she's probably going to die, you know. Damn. I don't want none of that. My wife's yeah. grandpa is 60-some years old, you know, and, oh, it's just scary, man. Well, that's what I mean. Like, we got to, like, take precaution. Yeah. But. I talked to Jordan Marvin. He's living over in Belgium right now. Yeah. And he said that. Just like a week ago or two weeks ago, they were on the same thing, like a safer at home thing, essential businesses. But now they shut it down to where um, it's just gas stations, pharmacies, and grocery stores, and hospitals, and that's it. And he said, he said, you watch, it's coming to America. Yeah. He said, it's only going to get worse. They're going to lock you guys down. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Well, see, for, for us, though, like who live in the Northwoods, yeah, I um, think we are a little we're, safe from it because we're, we're all kind of far apart as it is. Yeah, but no, I'm just it just triggering bigger cities like New York, yes, um, Chicago, Chicago, L.A. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just how big the city is and how close you are to the next person. Because I think be, there's so many people that aren't taking the you know because you look at precautions. Yeah, you look at Wisconsin. You look at Milwaukee. Milwaukee has a third of the cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and it's just like per capita, though, right? Like they have so many people. Exactly. The the comparatively, they probably are this roughly the same percentages, but they ju- they don't talk percentages; they only talk number of cases. Because they're trying to scare us. That, cool. that, <laughs> see, it see, could be. the thing is, they they don't talk about how many people survive it either. You have yeah. you have seventeen thousand deaths, but you have one hundred and thirty thousand people that survived it. Survived it. Right, you know. Well, usually though, age, I mean, and that's from all ages. That's just not like you said. That's not just from oh, that's just all the younger people. No, that's older people too yeah. that are in that number. Well, the one thing you that's know? interesting about the media in this right is that it doesn't matter. You know how like normally, like hey, if you watch Fox News or whatever, they're like for the Republicans or whatever. You watch ABC or CNN, they're talking pro Democratic, right? You have like mm-hmm. your left wing, your right wing news. Yeah. You know, and they still do that. Like they use the virus to their like personal agendas or whatever. God, but they sickening. that is sickening, right? But it, but at least, but they both still say the same things about the virus. You know, they're both saying like this is bad. Yeah, well, they yada. should. At least they can. And like, yeah. if you turn on like yeah. BBC news in in Europe, they're saying the same things. Yeah. If you yeah. get in like some Middle Eastern news, like I saw an article or whatever. Uh, it was actually a YouTube video. It was like, um. It was like 15, 30-second clips from around the globe, media-wise, all with 100% the same message about this wow. and how bad it was. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you know, the media companies, you know, are, tech, are bought and paid for by other companies. So they are, like, feeding you whatever information they want to feed you. Yeah. 
But in this particular instance, you know, how is it globally that everyone, <laughs> that they all seem to be feeding you the exact same message? You know what I mean? It's not like they work together in that, right? They only work for them. And I, their I, don't, I don't think it's government driven because why would they want, I mean, people say, oh, they just want Trump out of there. Well, that may be, but I mean, come on. They're not going to just. Put well, you watch the other news too, and they're like, and they say, you know, they want to keep them there. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's everybody, everybody uses it their own yeah. way. You like yeah. look at like conspiracy and everything. Like I said, a lot of the stuff that I've, like I said, you don't even know what the truth is anymore. No, like the don't. most outrageous one is that, oh, they're going to, they're just testing out socialism. That's, yeah. why. that's why that's why they're making this such a big deal because they want to see if we could. Well, I've been preparing for uh, this because I every day I wake up I lie to myself. <laughs> that way, when everybody else starts doing it to me, it doesn't even phase me. Well, I, so I like look in the mirror yeah. and I'm like, "You're a great fucking person. Get out there and get them." And I walk out the door. <laughs> that's my first lie to myself for the day. But you know what I'm? <laughs> it, it's just like. <laughs> He's like, I can't talk to you. Yeah, every day you gotta wake up and you gotta tell yourself, I'm gonna be great. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mom wouldn't, mom wouldn't do it growing up, so I started doing it. You have to. That's where you get where you at. That's why you have a business. This is why I have a business. That's why I have a family. You have to love yourself. You have to love yourself more than anybody else in the world. There you go. Or you can even think about loving anything else. Mm. Mm. Amen, brother. Amen. Make me miss my brother Jordan now. Oh, wow. He loves, he loves himself. <laughs> so what do you think? You think this is for socialism? Well, that, no, I said that that was just the craziest, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, conspiracy that I've heard. But nothing, like I said, I mean, it's oh, just bad. To, I mean, this it's, is, it's like, a, bad. This it's, is it's, like a big social experiment. So that's whoever come up with that little thing was a, you know, they're on a little something there. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, though, like everyone just... Don't do what we're doing right now. No, <laughs> but no, you know, stay. You know, do what you got to do. Stay home. The faster this all blows over, the faster we could go on with our lives. I've heard that socialism theory though. Well, I mean, we're six feet apart. We really, yeah, are. we yeah. are. Yeah, three feet, two hand lengths, or whatever. That's <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Just let, let's just get this fucking shit over with. Yeah, you know. It was for. I don't weeks. care if they shut down everything. I have had no problem sitting at home with my girl. No, well, that's what I mean. Let, let's just end. Like, if you're gonna do, I hope safe they don't. Rest- everything's collapsing though. Well, every, but, I know, but I mean, what be, else yeah. are they gonna do? No, Who's exactly. Like, to? if the if we're if we really want this to go away, fucking quarantine us. Then. Yeah, that's what fucking Bill Gates even said. He goes, we need to shut down for six to four, four six to fourteen weeks. He said. Oh, we? Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking two weeks. <laughs> See, financially, it couldn't. I mean, no, 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 no. You'll no, plunge. No. Like, yeah. crime rates will fucking quadruple overnight. You know, there'll be no money. Skyrock. You know, the Fed Skyrock. can just print more, but yeah. it's meaningless. Well, but again, it's, I mean, it's, it's already it, is. But exactly. Yeah, already yeah. Is. I mean, but again, like you said, with gas prices, we just, we found. We're finally finding it. Well, we all know how much of a markup they were making. Yeah, that's so I mean, crazy. So here's a. Sh- I mean, there's like a you know those socialist people or whatever. This is like a big socialist program because you're basically saying like we could all give up rights to save other people. Yeah, right. Because we're gonna save. That's the definition of socialism. <laughs> yeah, right. No, like exactly. it's like let's give up money in the in the socialism scheme. It's money. Yeah. To pay for other people that don't have money. Let's sign a four trillion. Well, but it's the same thing here. We're you know we're gonna plunder. We're about to put the whole country. <laughs> Who would be behind it then? 
no, be, nobody would no, be behind it. No, know, but it's but like it's uh, just, let's just let's just let's just fathom that that is hypothetically. Like, hypothetically, then it'd be like the Bernie Sanders type, very heavily pro socialist type or, people, right? Like or even free healthcare, yeah. Bernie and them guys. Or you even go higher and say it's a world order to see if they can even control all. What are them? What are them with the triangle? What um, are those guys? The uh, Illuminati. There Illuminati. Yeah, exactly. You, you believe in that shit? Yeah, I do. I believe uh, in that too. Yeah, you know, like right now, it's a big test to be like, all right, let's say that we throw this pandemic out, we get people sick. How far can we go with this controlling? Boom! Look at us. We're stuck at home. People are. The government's saying shut down your businesses. Look what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Just to throw shit in your face because you guys can't go anywhere. Hey, we're going to throw gas prices at a dollar. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Even to go even further, now we're going to, well, I think this one's on us, but empty the shelves, you know, on food and everything yeah. every day. <laughs> but I think that one's on us. I think it's just people being, being dumb. stupid. Yeah. But they were scared, yeah. though. The no, media exactly. scared the shit out of exactly. those people. Those people were like, I mean. "Fuck Illuminati!" Yeah, I like yeah. you look and at they everything; rushed. they all have a big, big agenda that the whole world is on right now. You make it sound so real, man. He's got but the, no, but you look, look at you just look at the big picture. You know, it's yeah. it started in China. That's because he's a regular guy and mm-hmm. not like a fucking hippie dude looking guy you know with the dreadlocks oh, yeah. you know what i mean like all those conspiracy theory guys always are like oh, crazy looking. i'm not coming out of skin a, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not coming out of a van or <laughs> you know it's just i don't know man maybe maybe it is what it's you know or i don't know and just, this is just scary figure, yeah sucks. at the end of the day yeah it is scary well all that's left like you're stuck in quarantine. All that's left is to speculate and create new yes. crazy theories, right? Yeah, 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 it is. I'm surprised there's not more like but it is hour nice, long YouTube videos on. <laughs> it is a nice. Um, I think I posted this on. I think I posted this on Facebook. I said, uh, you know, Teddy G out of body. I, uh, <laughs> I've been thankful to be at home with my family as much as I have been. Yeah, my son plays all sports. So, like, I'd be running here, running there. We have two girls at home. I've heard that from a number of parents. You can't. I couldn't. I wouldn't be days I would, without seeing my girls. Because Marissa's not going to hop in a car with the two girls. And we're not going to drive three hours with the girls in the car when mm-hmm. we have a five-month-old baby crying the whole way. There. <laughs> I've heard yeah, this exact thing from a number of parents. You know, that time with the family has been crazy increased. It's been awesome. Yeah. Yep. We we well we usually always sit down as a family at a dinner table. We always did, you know. But there'd be nights where we didn't get to. We'd eat on the go or. Whatever. Did you have Did you have that when you were a kid? Sitting around a table. Yeah, I didn't have that either. I we sat at the couch. Yeah. And like to this day, I sit at the couch. I mean, there's just oh, me, yeah. my girl, and the cats. Yeah. So I, I sit not, wherever. I but but I like sit wherever. But like I've always had this mentality of like. Like American this authoritarian dream. rule of like, we're going <laughs> to oh. fucking sit here. God damn it. You're going to tell me about your days. That's oh. what we do. You know? That's what we do. I, I'm, I'm a oh, firm believer. Don't. That. Oh, we, we don't. You we, did, did you have that when you were a kid? No. See, it's hard to like, to do what he, Teddy's doing. I believe personally to like not have something and then to create it when you're older, like for your oh, kids, it's, I, it's near impossible. Like that's why when, like when you are get beat as a kid, you'd beat the shit out of your kid yeah. because it, it's easy. So to stop that, 
or just you know to do do create other positive things it's hard i've always done it even when it was just me and elias oh really you know i would always uh. try to make a dinner and it wasn't every day but i mean there i'd try to do it where just me and him sit there and have dinner at the table just do that and i'm i'm religious i'm not the most religious person but we always pray before we eat mm. and then we eat and we talk about each other's day and is that uh you got a electronics rule in your house yet um no we don't but we probably should especially <laughs> for my son because he, he could sit on it all day my two-year-old if she gets a hold of it wow, it's a nightmare getting it away yep, mm-hmm. yep. um <laughs> but uh me and my wife were pretty good at um acknowledging each other and being around each other and not being on our phones i think there's gonna be a later on in life i think there's gonna be like um electronics addiction like groups like just like 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 real like aa like like i was addicted to heroin and it's gonna be like like in the future not right now like but like 10 15 years (laughs) from now i could easily see like hi my name's matt i was addicted to iphones you know (laughs) you know and they're like hi matt (laughs) you know and they're like your screen time is way uh, way yeah yeah, like because i think it's like a different set of problems for like this set of youth right no doubt well yeah oh, no, no now doubt. they have gaming addictions or yes. gaming's a fucking health what, what do you want to call it like um behavior health problem now yeah and i yeah. you just yeah. like combat yep. these things different yeah. I, I think it's going to be a real thing i mean yeah. there's a whole bunch of shit now that was i mean sex addiction and all this other, like shit that didn't exist back in the 80s i wish i had that problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i looked like you i would have that problem <laughs> there, we don't know what the future is gonna bring but uh no. this time that we're living right now yeah is definitely the weirdest time that i could ever remember and hopefully it all works out to where yeah. we can all go back to living one day and i like that positive outlook I think it will. I mean, like I said, you think of uh, 1920 when the SARS outbreak or what was it SARS? 1920? Spanish flu. Yeah. Spanish flu. Yeah, the Spanish flu. You know, that took 10 times more people out and look how they're living today. Mm-hmm. You know, it just took another 100 years to have another big ass pandemic and here we are living it. And it's, it's unfortunate for the people that have lost their lives, but. Yes. You know, um, we just got to keep, like I said, we just got to keep these little regulations going. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in a few months that it's all going to be gone. I hope so. I, I got the same outlook. Like, I, I'm like, I don't know if I'm just trying to, like, will it, <laughs> you know what I mean, by yeah. having that belief. Mm-hmm. Or if I really do, but, I like, I, my gut really tells me. And it has, but it has been, like, bullshitting me for a while because I'm like, <laughs> Another couple of weeks, Rod. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. like every week, this shit is just fucking tanking. I'm looking people square in the eyeball. It's like, dude, a couple of weeks and we fucking fine to be back to work. Th- then Evers comes on and is like, we're sudden shit down. So, yeah. Might as well just go home right now. Come five o'clock, shit's going to suck. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I miscalled I, that one. I feel like it's going to be till past summer. I mean, my my new thing has got me like I re- like yeah. March, <laughs> like early March. I'm um, fucking March, eight, May. I'm sorry, early May. People will be back at their regular jobs. I hope so. That would be lovely, but I just don't see it. I I I fucking up once again. Just lying to myself. 
I'm gonna do it later when I go. To yeah, when May hits, I do it. I do it all the time. August, August by August, it'll, it'll be all gone. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, man. 2020, man, just gotta hurry up, be done with. Yeah, okay. I feel. Uh, like, I feel like a Bears fan right now. Like, oh, yeah. by May it'll work. Like, <laughs> by oh, next, next, season, next season, next season yeah. we'll be fine. Yeah, next year. Exactly. <laughs> next season we're gonna get. We got. We got new draft picks. Those. Those. Those people do something. We're gonna make like, moves in the off season. Do you think it's because it's 2020 that all this shit's happening? And the minds were just off by eight years, or what? Mm-hmm. That could be. Oh, I heard that. I heard that theory too. <laughs> could be. It's weird because like I heard all kinds of stuff. It's not just America; it's the whole world, man. Yeah, it is, I mean, I heard all kinds of stuff. Somebody just the other day was telling me how about like a news article they were reading about the Chinese, like in uh, some kind of biohazard place, sneaking oh you, the you, coronavirus from in Michigan somewhere. It was like, in no, Michigan. Well, I heard the when he was explaining to me, it was Canada, I think, and brought it back, and then those people got arrested. Like what, this August of nineteen. Mm-hmm. For doing it again, and then like, and they were bringing it supposedly to like Wuhan, China, where it's quote unquote started. I was like, damn. I mean, you know, I you know, I'd have to fact check this guy, and then the article, and right. like, but that's what's also part of like what's wrong with like the scare, right? Because now I've heard that story, and like yeah. he told it to me, I'm like, it was a great fucking story. I'm like, everything made sense. Well, yes, China, like, China believes that we did this. I'm like, that could be like, mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm like, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spend the time yeah. to go check into that. I'll just assume that Chinese people are terrible. Like it's, it's much easier to warfare. do that. Now, <laughs> that. now, if it's biological warfare, now that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, simple that's, virus. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It could just be something too where they were trying to do, you know, getting ready for biological. We do shit like that all the time, you know. Yeah. I mean the the last set. Of, I'm, a, well, well, I'm, a, I'm a computer nerd or whatever. So like the WannaCry virus two years ago that like crushed everything. Yeah. You saw it constantly on the news. U.S. developed that, and we used it against certain people, like foreign nations, to like stop nuclear proliferation like creation of like nukes nuclear we're our own worst enemy and then like it just it was was really good at what it did so then once it got out there like what happened then was it a minor tweak was made so that could be used against everybody and then started kicking everybody's computers ass so and i also and i i also believe that we already had it you and i yeah all of us (laughs) you know a lot of people believe that what that do you mean? Every, that like, like, like it either like, either we got sick or we didn't, or we showed little signs, or we showed. Oh, up. so this has just well, been around for a couple of years. Type earlier of thing? this year, I had I got diagnosed with bronchitis, and they gave me an inhaler and all this stuff. Yeah, and like I was coughing, and I was having night sweats, and yeah, and it, you know, I mean, maybe I just had bronchitis, but well, no. So, like, you, so you're saying like know. there wasn't a test for it. Then yeah, there wasn't. We've already had yeah, like it's like the flu times ten. I think Mm -hmm. I think we grab this whiteboard here and start putting some marker to it, and we got some good movie ideas here that we can start making some. If because and then theaters will never open back up again. Yeah, (laughs) nobody will see our movie. (laughs) But my my only there you go. My 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 only theory on that is because (laughs) Donald. My brother, my brother Donald, and my brother Lyle had all the same symptoms, even down to where they lost the smell and taste for like a month. Really? Yeah. Now that's and, and, crazy. And 
they had said, oh, it's just their common flu going and, home. And that was before all this. This was, Yeah, this was early January when it was still in China. Mm-hmm. And they had just been to a trip to Wuhan. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, Lyle, Lyle was in Queen, Queensland. Yep. So he was down in Australia, but Donald, Donald was still around here. I had a friend that went to Vegas, and when they got back, him and his wife were very sick, and he said he had a migraine headache that would not go away mm-hmm. for like two and a half days. Sounds like desert fever. And he yeah. said when he was out there, when he was out there, it was like the Chinese New Year, and there was Chinese people like everywhere. Chinese people. Where, where were we when I said I had the desert? Fever? You were. You came back from Arizona. But where? What were we doing that we were all together? And you're like. White why pine. are you so shitty? And I'm like, I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. dying. That's why. Desert fever. No, I mean, that's right. That, that, that was crazy, though, because like, you were. When I plugged, like, all my symptoms into the, like, the fucking Google machine, <laughs> yeah. it, that's what it told me I had. Desert like, fever. Yeah, you have des- this thing called desert fever because I was just out in Phoenix, or, uh, Phoenix, greater Phoenix area. So. Damn. And then I come back and I had these exact symptoms and um, I never got treated. There was no, it was a. Just like the coronavirus, there's bullshit treatment. <laughs> Put your feet up. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I almost feel like the coronavirus could be sponsored by like a major like streaming service like it Netflix. Could. It <laughs> Netflix yes. brought to you by. Think of that. Oh, that cool too. There's another great movie concept. Yes. That How do we be. increase fucking Netflix subscriptions and market share? Make everybody be at home. So what else is there to do in this age? Watch right? Netflix. Exactly. They're there you making go. so much money. Probably one of the few stocks that might have went up. Oh, that and Charmin. Yeah. Fuck. That shit blew up. Yeah, if you had stock and toilet paper, you are sitting pretty. <laughs> Charmin. If you're Charmin. If you're the owner of Charmin, you're Yeah, you're like billion dollars yes. richer. <laughs> but yeah, so all this talk, Teddy, what what would you give your what would you give what kind of advice would you give to a person wanting to venture off into their own thing? Just do it. You got to just do it. You got to tell yourself you can. You got to dig down deep and just do it. Damn. You got to, like, I would go to the bank every week, probably two times a week, in there knocking on Ted Eisen's door saying, hey, I can do this, you know. Come on, give me some money. You know, give me some money. Writing up business plan, walking in there. Look at I got this business plan. I can make this much money. Just come on, give me the money. You know? I never I never quit. You just can't quit. You keep if you want it that bad, you can get it. Mm. You just gotta keep going. It's good advice. And you also have a you have to have a big support system too. Because I mean, there was plenty of times I walked out of that bank with the with a little word, no, yep. no, 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 you know, mm-hmm. until I come there with a good ass plan to start small <laughs> in a, in a shop that was already established, you know, and have a lower little bit of money yep. uh, to put up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that'll work, you know, I see, yep. but I always kept my wheels turning on how I can make this work. Mm-hmm. And my wife was right there. It's like, just keep going. You know, but there was a lot of times I walked out of the bank crying. Mm. You know, go home, pissed off, get mad, you know. But I never, I never gave up, you know. 
And that's that's the biggest thing. If you want something, you got to go and get it, plain and simple. You got and and once you get it, you can't come complacent. You got to want more. You got to keep going, you got to keep grinding. If you got to work till midnight, you got to work till midnight. If you don't see your wife all day, you don't see your wife all day. You got to you got to just do it. Some days it sucks, but the reward is what's better mm-hmm. than anything else in the whole wide world. It is awesome. To be where I'm at in my life right now compared to what I was two years ago, I can't believe it. I'm I'm truly blessed. I'm just blessed. But I did it all myself, you know. Mm. I had a few little bit of help. I and mean, besides Craig Kircher helping me out with giving me the spot, you know. Other than that, I had it was all me. I did everything, you know. So that's all I can say. Is just you gotta if you want it, you gotta go get it. Fucking okay, right on, Hell man. Yeah. Hell fucking yeah. right on. That's good advice. Uh, fucking. I mean, that's it right there. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I don't want to like. I think that was like so. I don't want to step on that. So I mean, that's great advice. Husband, father, body artist. Body artist. Teddy G Auto Body. <laughs> Check him out on Facebook. Auto Body. You need something done. You need a quote. Get at my guy here. I'll take care of you, no matter what it is. Right on. You got a business number? Seven one five four seven eight zero zero two eight. That's my shop. It's easiest to reach me on my cell phone, though, 715-550-7467. Appreciate you guys having me here tonight. I had a lot of fun. Dude, thanks for being on. Yep, we could shake hands and give bro hugs. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> next time. Next rain time. check it. Yeah. Uh, all right. On the marriage podcast. I got, like, yeah. I, got, like, I got a rain check from my mom. It says, like, one million hugs. Just, she just <laughs> checked from, from birth. She's just been rain checking me. I'm like, damn, you know I'm keeping a tally on so I got you You put it in my book Right there All of my hopes <laughs> Alright That's it Alright guys I'll See you in two weeks These days Please. They call you crazy If you hold the door For a lady If you don't call her Girl Stay the baby You're out of style Obsolete
hats that ain't ready to give old hat the boo.